your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, co-host has returned, the man, the leakiness, Jizzy Biddle! And also, in the GameZilla Media Studios, producers, the Jedi! We're going to have to work on that because you kind of like merged them together. I know I was trying to do all one breath. That was a bad idea. I should have done both. I was really hoping you were going to go for like the Jedi Knight and Testonomics. We are one. We are Jedi Testonomics. We are here to produce. Yeah. <laughs> that was totally worth it. Uh, so I take it back. You were right, Jesse. I did not know. I didn't know yeah. they fused together yet. But there you go. Yep. Welcome to episode two twenty six of Games Little Podcast. Brought to you by. Our patrons. <laughs> Patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. As a patron, your contribution goes to the continued support and growth of GameZilla Media with five unique levels of access starting for just $1 per month. You can get the ability to vote for a topic on this show that we will discuss, debate, beat each other up. You know, that, that's about it. Because once we start beating each other up, then it just all goes to hell. And then, <laughs> Except this week. I don't think this week we're going to fight about it. No, no, oh, that's no, what you no. Think. <laughs> that's what you think. I'm fired up about this week's topic. I'm mad. <laughs> Go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media and start your patronage today. Let's get right into it. It's time for some team talk. Ooh, baby, I love the team talk. <laughs> I like that. That was good. Uh, that, that, was that was good. Super yeah. good. All right. Gaming <laughs> moments of the week going around the table. We're going to start it with Testonomics this week. What's uh, Gaming Moment of the Week? So as a side note to Gaming Moment of the Week, there was a, tr- a Twitter trend yesterday that took the internet by storm. <laughs> if you want to see something kind of zany, just go on to Twitter, search for Bowsette. Things get real lewd. Just tossing that out there. My actual Gaming Moment of the Week is I finally got around to playing the Splatoon 2 Octo Expansion DLC that I bought months ago. And at the very end of it, probably eight, nine hours long, there was what what has to be the most difficult boss fight that I've ever had in any Nintendo game that I've ever played. So I tried for like four hours ish wow, on, a, on Saturday to, to beat this boss and I just couldn't. It's that There's five phases. They got better weapons. They have all their alts. They've got the grenade that fo- or the grenade that follows you around and explodes. You have the splatter shot and just the regular splat nade. There's one life, no continues, no checkpoints. You just got to beat all five phases. 
So I gave up and I actually told uh, Spectre XV, I'm like, I don't even really need the reward you get from that. Like, it's not even that cool, but it is kind of cool. It's a gold toothpick you hold behind your ear. So it's, it, it, was, it was worth it. So I fire up my stream. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try a little bit on Sunday to see if I can beat it. I'm only going to try once or twice. So like 16 or 17 tries in, <laughs> 20 minutes into my stream, I just, I win. And I felt my heart grow three sizes too big. And I remembered how much I love Splatoon because I'm so good at it because that boss ain't shit against me. <laughs> um, so that was my gaming moment of the week. I, I hope... I hope Deadite's gaming moment of the week has something to do with my, what I didn't pick to be my gaming moment of the week, but if he doesn't, then he's dead to me, so but that's mine. Jazzy Fiddle. Fill, I... us, fill, us, fill our hearts with your welcome back, first of all. Well, How thank are you, you feeling? Thank you. I'm uh, sore, but I'm doing all right. Yeah. Now, yeah. you got plenty of gaming in because you couldn't do anything else. I couldn't do anything but game. So what's up? Uh, I played a lot of ARAM with my good friend Grimlock the Dino. All right. And fake then, news. Fake um, news. I don't play ARAM. Yeah. By a lot of ARAM, I mean we played about four or five games. Uh, turns out he is better th than me at the game now, so I stopped playing ARAM and League altogether. <laughs> Uh, and I hopped over to Destiny 2, the more superior waste of my time. So. <laughs> that was very well put. Very well put. Yeah, right. so I meant the part in. about how I'm better at League than you are. <laughs> That's a good good part. So I'm I'm in playing with Grimlock and Five Mile Rick and Buttmasher Caleb. And oh. then Rick and Grimlock are like, man, we're going to go grab some food and then we're going to come back. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm playing with Buttmasher Caleb. The rest of the night, because they never came back. <laughs> class. That's, that's oh, wait, super class. I mean, I know I never come back, but Rick didn't. Uh, Rick didn't either. Yeah. No, yeah. It was, it was a very Grimlock thing of him to do. Yeah. So we go into this quest. He's like, what do you want to do? Do I want to do this quest? And I'm like, okay. We're in the Dreaming City. We're going to do this quest, and we're like power level around 310. And he's like, man, the quest says that it's power 310. level. Or 510. I was going to say, it was like, whoa. 510, yeah, 510. He's like, the quest says it's power level 530 or recommended. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, we're only 20 behind. We could just grind it out, right? So we are, for an hour and 45 minutes, trying to grind through this quest. And he keeps dying. I would have kept dying except for I'm a hunter so I can go invisible and just hide and then they don't chase me anymore. So that's the only way we were staying alive is that I was hiding until he could respawn so that we could attempt to try to continue basically just pushing through this little gauntlet that we have to get to to get to the boss. Finally, we get to the boss room. We both end up dying and then when we die, the screen pops up and it says, recommended light level 585. And I was like, Wait a minute. We can get this quest at at 500 when we get to the city, and then it says recommended power level 530, and then when we die, it's a different recommended power level. Mm -hmm. So, needless to say, um, about 14 attempts later, in an hour and 45 minutes, we finally beat the boss, and we got nothing for it. The loot was awful, and um, yeah, that's about it. But I enjoyed playing with Buttmasher. I'm going to say this to Buttmasher, Caleb. Hopefully you're listening in Twitch in the fact that he kept saying over and over and over again, man, if it weren't for you, Jazzy, we wouldn't have been able to do this. Like, you definitely uh, you definitely carried us through this. You, uh, BMC, I know we give you a crap all the time, but you are 
a decent video game player, and I wouldn't have been able to do it without you. Boo. BMC ain't shit. Boo. Listen, uh, I'll just chime Man, in. Quit just, holding yourself back. I'll just chime You're in. You're worse enemy. I'll chime in and say this real quick. The reason Rick and I didn't come back is because you were playing with BMC. <laughs> if BMC wasn't there, we both would have been back online. We can only take so much BMC, and then we have to. We just have to do something else. Yeah, well, thanks for giving me the memo, guys. Quick text to be like, Man, Balin on BMC. Nah, we wanted, We had to leave him with somebody. We couldn't let him play <laughs> by himself. True. That's true. We got to babysit him. All right. Now that uh, Deadeye is done um, murdering a spider, we're going to let him talk about his gaming moment of the week. First of many murders tonight. Boop, boop, boop. Just zip up. Yeah, I was having a little green screen problems with the old Motor City Gaming shirt there. So. Motor City Gaming. I never heard of it. Uh, yeah, really, really cool uh, brand that used to exist. Mm. And, uh, you know. Great things. Uh, game gonna, moment of the week. Great, game okay. moment of the week. So I'm going to throw out a side game moment of the week before I get into my real one. Oh, I, are we all just going to have two gaming moments of the week? I before? only had one. Oh, well, you missed out. I I'm guess. Throw a quick side one out. It's a shout out. All right, quick side one. Here to we go. the One Up Arcade Bar in downtown Farmington. I got to uh, go in and play some games and have a beer before they officially open for their grand opening later this week. The owner, uh, Dave, was very hospitable to myself and Pokey Al. We went in there, played some Mortal Kombat, played some other games, had a good time. So I'm excited to have a bar that's uh, walking distance from my house. There'll be a lot of Zilla activity going down there in the future. So had to give the quick shout out. Now here's my real gaming moment of the week. And as Testonomics alluded earlier, it does involve him. Most good gaming moments do. <laughs> I um, this gaming moment's a little bit different l- than the ones I would I would normally have, because my gaming moment of the week came down to, I had, I had a, a moment that I'd call almost an epiphany or a, a realization of the state of my life as a video game gamer right now. Test along with uh, Five Mile Rick helped push me into realizing I don't I don't really play video games online anymore. This isn't where I thought he was going. <laughs> it's your fault. I'm cutting his mic. I, <laughs> I I realize that I play most of my video games from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. on weekday afternoons. Sometimes a little bit on like Sunday mornings. I'm never online when the GameZilla community is playing video games. Yeah, we know you hate us. It's all right. And between hating almost every single person in any way associated with this podcast or Discord community, I've also come to the realization that it's just not going to happen. Um, I'm not going to get my hopes up a bunch that you know people are going to randomly be online when it's going to work for me. At the same time, I'm probably not going to change my, my life around where I'm going to be staying up later to play with the community. And it even spurred me to the point where like I'm looking at my upcoming gaming purchases and wondering if games that are primarily focused around an online or cooperative experience are even worth me buying. I had a moment this week where like, am I even going to play Anthem? Like, what's the point? This, this feeling really started for me. Destiny 2 launched a year ago. Uh, I barely played it with anyone. And I played a little bit of Crucible with people. I was always far behind. And, you know, like that was me. It was just on me. It's just what my schedule ended up being. And I just don't know if it's worth me investing anymore in trying to go out of my way to play video games online. I well, think I should just play single-player games. I think you 100% buy Anthem since they've come out and said it's a single-player game with, with a multiplayer mode. I wouldn't trust them. Who, who produced that game? BioWare. Never mind it. 
thought that was a different game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dragon Age and, and Mass Effect. Bioware's and, got some good stories. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll play it then. I don't know. The, so that was the one thing that when you said Anthem that I, I strongly disagree. Now, a game that may, not that you're into this, but I wouldn't buy Division 2. Yeah. I, yeah, I already kind of decided. It looks cool. I just yeah. I just realized that I'm, I'm not going to get the sh- experience that other people get out of it just yeah. because of my schedule. Other you shouldn't buy Fallout 76. Yeah. Other people don't play games at the time I play games, and I don't see uh, a shift in my life where I'm going to start staying up late to play video games like I used to, and I also don't a- in any way anticipate other people to switch to a schedule where they're playing games that they want to play with me at from 4 to 6 or 4 to 7 in the afternoon. Man, it's just, I could play during that time. <clears throat> noted. Rocket League, Jazzy and I. You know, every two weeks, uh, technically, I can. I just, yeah. you know. But it it, it, no. it also really happens for us. We'll we'll be at work together. It's like, man, let's play some Rocket League when we get home. And something always comes up between one of us where it just doesn't work out that day. I mean, to be fair, I play games with you every lunch. Yes, we play, but it, you know, it's, it's out of convenience. And I've I've thought more about no, it's this pity. thinking. It's pity. Well, I understand. I mean, you hoed me today. Uh, I did. Work hoed both of us. I'm just saying, I didn't even get a text. I just got hoed. Yep. I sat there by myself. It was pretty lonely. And so I'm, I'm wondering if I should invest the the time, effort, and money that I have, instead of getting games that are primarily enjoyed for online play, if I invest in more controllers for my Switch and more l- local co-op experiences, like we had uh, Chops and his fiance over over the weekend. If we had more controllers, we could have enjoyed Mario Kart or, you know, when Towerfall comes out, investing in more controllers for Towerfall. I'm just wondering if that's what I'm better off doing. It's just trying to spend more time with people in person and scheduling time to play video games in that way. And if I'm going to wonder if that's going to be where I can still game with this community. Yeah, otherwise, I mean, you're fired. Yeah, those are your two options. I had a good run. Um, I'd like to not thank anyone. I would <laughs> like to say screw all of you, and I would like to say uh, Johnny Mosley downhill skiing by 3DO <laughs> on the Game Boy Advance is the greatest video game Cut ever made. Cut your own mic. Cut your own mic. <laughs> 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 so that, it was kind of a an interesting game moment of the week, just kind of a state state of where I am as a video game player. It, it goes against everything, though, in the sense that you didn't buy Spider Man. Uh, what I've said, I'm going to buy Spider Man when Pokemon comes. I know out. you have a you now have a reason, but yeah. like, yeah, it's it still to me is like, well, then that game should have been priority. Yeah. But you know, whatever. I you're, have Fire Pro. You're a weird guy. So you will guy. find a way. I yeah. believe in you. I just don't. Don't you know. don't play with the community, but you have no problem streaming a video game online. Other people multiple need to get fire times a week. Yeah, other people. Uh, when do I stream? Look at go and look at my stream stream schedule. I go four live at six. four thirty, <laughs> and I'm off by like six. I know. When I'm no one else is time. online. To be fair, Dead Eye did play some video games with me this weekend. I don't yeah. want to talk about it, but he because did. you made me decide I don't want to play video games online with people but anymore. He did after he already decided that he didn't want to play yeah, video can games we online get with in, people. Can we get into the, this topic? I'm curious before I do my my moment. What happened where where he didn't want to use the chat anymore? Uh, I was he, was he was watching TV with his wife. I was watching wife. TV with L, and I hopped on Splatoon, and I text him to be like, "Hey, I'm hopping on Splatoon. If you want to play, I'm not gonna mic up because L and I are also watching TV together." He's like, "No, nah, I don't want to play with you if you're not gonna mic up," which yeah. is fair. Like, I get yeah. that, yeah. but at the same time, yeah, how are you gonna like strategize? That's exactly. I'm his not point. really worried about winning or losing, even though Modern did win the Splatfest. Yeah, we won. shout out to Modern. Yeah. I have enough faith in both of us as players to just carry our team. Mo- I modern that boss. over retro. Yeah. Oh wow. 
So okay. yeah, we, we did get some Splatfest in. No one's surprised. And we also, without microphones, did play a little bit of NES online this this weekend yeah. while he streamed. And you can clap at each other, though. There's slight communication yeah, it, there. Is it, that okay for you? Is it clap? okay that you can clap at each other? I mean, it worked super it, yeah. well. I'm to just like saying, help. I don't know. He's he's anti-communication. I, I am. I'm 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 going I'm going dark. I'm going. I'm <laughs> ghost. I'm going. <laughs> you know, off, the off the grid. Off the grid. Full Look ghost. at. He's actually. If you're watching at Twitch.tv/slash/GamesOfTheMedia, he's literally disappearing right now. The, the only way you're going to be able to find out is I'm going to start sending out tweets that's pictures of me in my basement in front of my Retron and be like, "Who wants the game?" And if you know where I live, cool. If you don't know where I live, you're out of luck. You're not coming over. No, but, but you'll I stream it from 4:30 to six. So he's that's okay. Not the Retron. Yeah, you will. Because no. HDMI will just get you hooked up with a capture card. Yeah, I don't know. I, that sounds like it's too much involvement with the public. I'm <laughs> I'm going mistake. Serious. I'm going full mystery. Deadite. I've already pre-purchased Towerfall Ascension, and I have six controllers. Yep. So I could go over to your house and play it with you. Yeah. Deadite. I'll do it. I am going to take a photo of you to Kinko's and get a cardboard cutout of you and then just put you behind me while I'm gaming, and then we'll always be gaming together. It's it's okay, except for when you play League. I just won't, I won't support that. Even my, my likeness the cannot be used. cutout turns around like, what? My likeness can't be used in that way. <laughs> All right, so I already kind of uh, started talking about my gaming moment of the week. It happened today in a very dark moment in my life. I was, I was there alone. the uh, The lights were out, I and like the rain the oh. rain was pouring down outside. Yes. Yes. Abandon my friends is who there I was am a now. Few, there was a few lightning strikes, and and I thought just just a little bit longer, just a little bit longer. And I was like, well, I'll just fire up the messenger while I wait for my best friend to come on down and play some Rocket League with me. Braden wasn't coming down to play with you. Braden had already <laughs> told me. Braden had already told me that he left his switch at home. He was dead to me by 9 a.m. But my other best friend, <laughs> I thought for kid, sure. Kid, kid switch broke. Deadite said nothing. <laughs> Deadite said nothing about not attending lunch. And so I was like, 12 o'clock, 12.01, 12.08 was when I started wondering, oh, maybe the first half, sometimes he takes that first half of his lunch, and then he shows up at 12.30. Well, he never shows up. I thought I was gonna, and I didn't. Never showed up, never sent a text, left alone because Sashin's in Korea, and Brayden hates me, and, you know, just it, it was just a bad day. But my gaming moment of the week is the messenger, I, I hit the uh, the demon like um, mutant, not the king, not the not the final boss, but like this this creature that's been been heckling me through this game for quite a while, and I get to him where I get to fight him, and I kind of had this moment, not clearly not as extreme as tests, um, but I had this moment where I think I died about a hundred times, and I just I I'm trying to learn like the patterns, and I'm trying to understand what I'm doing wrong, and I'm getting frustrated, which is making me madder at Deadite because I'm like, if he was here, I wouldn't be playing this stupid game, but he's not here, so I'm gonna keep playing it. And then I'm like, wait a minute, I'm playing this game on an eight bit do that Deadite bought me for my birthday, <laughs> and I was like, that's why this garbage controller, which I kept using because it's very nice, but it's tainted. Have you ever had that boss? That you play and lose to so many times in a row, and then that one run happens where like everything just works out. You don't feel like you're playing better, but for some some way you beat the boss. That is what happened today uh, at lunch. Wait, were you asking me the world's most okay gamer? <laughs> yeah. No, I never have that happen. <laughs> that is right because you never beat the boss. But, Correct. I give yeah. up. But that happened to me today where like I was so mad that when I beat him, I go. I go, wow, if we, if we were to reset right now, I would lose 100 times in a row again before I beat him again. But 
it didn't matter. I, I beat him, and uh, I got to go to this next part in the game, which, spoiler alert, if you're playing this game, I would, I would uh, you know, stop listening for about 15 seconds. It's hilarious because you get to this point where you've gone completely around the world back to where you started, except you're in the future now. You time-traveled. And you hand the thing that you're doing, you basically hand it off to like the next person. It's it's a giant loop. So then you go into like the shop where this guy's been helping you through the whole game. He goes, "Isn't that funny? The game's just a giant loop. Like that's literally what the game tells you." And I'm like, I'm, he's like, I'm like, I want to finish this out. And he's like, Well, nope, sorry, you gotta let the next guy do it now. And he's like, What? He's like, Here, here's what your job is now. Go to the closet. This is a closet that you can't open the entire game that they that they built all this all these you know. Um, phrases to keep you wondering what was in the closet. You open it up, it's just more robes that he's wearing. He's like, yep, find one your size and sit behind the desk. And so you take his spot. You take his spot and then the new the new messenger walks in and you heckle him. And then he disappears and the old guy comes the other the other guy comes back out and he's like, hey, uh Where's your messenger? He's like, I don't know. He was just here, but he's you know, probably out there fighting. He's like, no, but you're in the Tower of Time. So he should always come in here, like, nonstop. If he doesn't, that means he's dead. So they go to, like, this globe. They look. Turns out, totally, yep, he bit it. So then they're like, hold on. Let me go talk to the, let me go talk to the boss. Goes out, comes back. He's like, yeah, we're going to have you finish this. And then it ports you back into the game. So it's like this whole little this bit where you think you're done. You're kind of, like, mad. But also you find it humorous. And then the game keeps going. So that's where I'm at. And it was all thanks to you hoeing me out at lunch today. Thank you so much. Rewind what you said. Kind of humorous. You think you're done. You're mad. But then you just go back and do it again. Yeah. That describes our friendship. No, that's just, that describes <laughs> you. That describes you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, I'm happy to have ruined your day. But no, yeah, it was uh, it was a good time. I, I beat a boss that I have no idea how I actually beat him. But there we go. That's, uh, that's what we're playing. We want to know what you're playing. And you can chime in by joining the Discord. Go to GameZillaMedia.com, scroll down on that homepage, click the Discord button, and talk with gamers from around the world every day for free. It's the best gaming community out there, so join it today and come hang out with us. It's worth altering your entire life schedule to participate in. This is true. This it's is true. worth every dollar we charge for it. Yeah, that's true. If you want to hang out with a lot of this awesome community, Tess, and can, me. Tess can tell you where to do so coming up this weekend. Ooh, I can tell you where to do that this weekend once I buy myself a second or two, and then we talk about the Morelli <laughs> video gaming tournament that may have been on the wrong scene on twitch.tv slash gamesillamedia. So this Saturday, if you're listening to it, the week it came out, the week it comes out, Saturday, September 29th, the Morelli video game tournament will be held with all proceeds and benefits going to ALS of Michigan. This is a gaming tournament for gamers, for casual people. The cool thing is, is you don't know what games are going to be played until you get there. So it's not like you got the best person at game A is going to win because you don't even know if game A is going to get played. And if there's one thing the glitch who runs this tournament knows, it's how to keep things interesting, a little bit spicy. Sometimes you're playing Muscle March. Sometimes there's a crowd of people finally figuring out what the hell Muscle March is all at the same time. But the big thing is you never 
never win the tournament twice. So if you think you can beat that <laughs> curse, become the winner of this tournament, and then stay the winner the next tournament this Saturday, September 29th, you will be at this tournament. Check us out on Facebook. Join the Discord to get all the information. If you want to donate, you can donate. We have links there as well if you just want to donate to support ALS of Michigan on behalf of the Morelli Video Game Tournament. But you'll find most of us there. We've all won some trophy at some point, oh. at least the ones that are for sure going to be there okay. have all won some trophy <laughs> at some point. You know, Grimlock's come in second place. Uh, Jazzy's won first. Chops has won first. I've won third. Then trash people have won the other ones. Don't be a trash person. Come to the tournament, win the prize, and uh, help support a good cause. The returning champ is going to be there. Oh, yeah. To, def- yeah. to defend his title. To yeah, because that's, yeah, that's kind of like the rule. I don't think he's ever had a champ not show back up, so... Oh, but we do have a brand new podcast that we probably should talk about one more time because it's in the dock, and that is... The hottest, most recent addition to the GameZilla media family is the Movie Blast podcast, a.k.a. Movie Blast, with Bob and Bax. Last Friday, they covered Hot Fuzz, had a fun time taking through that movie. The Movie Blast podcast is a nice 30-minute quick run through some of your favorite movies and some movies you've never heard of. So far, we've had 2001 A Space Odyssey, Hot Fuzz, What's Coming Up Friday, I Know, but I'm not going to tell you. I want you to hang on and be excited. This is one of my favorite episodes. I will tell you, they did a movie I had never heard of, and I instantly got very excited to go watch this movie. I haven't done it yet, but uh, I'm going to I'm gonna eventually try to get a hold of a copy of this movie because it sounded like one that's right up my alley. It's the Movie Blast Podcast. Subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Go ahead, search the Movie Blast Podcast. Subscribe, listen, and enjoy releases Fridays at GameZillaMedia.com. All right, let's move right into some news. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching GameZillaMedia.com. Downloading headlines. What about this monster story of yours? Downloading. Yes, the news. Topic number one. We're going to kick it right over to Deadeye because I don't even need to talk about it. But we got some games confirmed. That I, what do we got? So we know that there are what looks to be confirmations that a full HD port of Barbie's Wild Horse Adventure is coming to PlayStation 4. Yeah! yeah! We're riding horses. We're taming stallions. I am winning over Ken's heart. Wait, is that... No? Yes, Ken no. is yeah. somebody in Barbie. No, I know Ken is. I just, I just thought you guys would all be excited about winning <laughs> thank, over thank Ken. Thank you, Jazzy, for the confirmation. <laughs> he just thought he was lost. No, no, was I didn't like, think I was lost at all. I just was a little concerned that you guys didn't jump on the Ken board yeah, He's a me. dreamboat. I'm not going to get in on your man. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. No, there, there's leaks coming out. This is not the first time that this has happened, but the, the what is it, the, the ratings board for Korea. It was someone in one of the Koreas. The ESRB ratings. There you go. I was right about that has leaked an early rating for Castlevania Symphony of the Night, The Goat, as well as Castlevania Rondo of Blood, and it's looking like they're going to be released as a two-pack of games. Yeah, so this is uh, this is really cool because, uh, I mean, I guess out of all the Castlevania games, this is one that means a ton to me because it is kind of the birth of Metroidvania around the Castlevania series, like where like they really like refined it and created such an amazing game um, that 
yeah, it's just it stands the test of time. It's one of those games that I don't care what system it's on. If I can get a hold of it, I'll play it. This um, These two games um, show the, the end of one era of Castlevania and the beginning of another era. Rondo of Blood uh, was not released uh, in a, an easy way to access because it was on the TurboGrafx-16. Right. And that was the, the last of the side-scrolling, level-by-level-based Castlevania um, and then it, it directly fed into Symphony of the Night. Well, Symphony of the Night is where Castlevania became the Vania part of Metroidvania. It's one giant castle. There aren't individual levels. And you're going through, and they, they add the, the RPG elements of leveling up and, and getting different equipment and weapons. And, and you play as Alucard, the son of Dracula. And um, the, it's, it's super cool because the intro scene of Symphony of the Night is the last scene of Rondo of Blood. They they tie directly into each other. And not to be mistaken, Rondo of Blood isn't exactly the same game as uh, Dracula X, which was released on the Super Nintendo. They're supposed to be sort of the same game, but there were differences in the port and the, the gameplay. And um, it Dracula X just isn't considered to be nearly as good of a game as the version that is Rondo of Blood. So we are seeing the best version of that game and then Symphony of the Night. If you've never played Symphony of the Night, I'm going to be honest with you. I've played some, but I've never done a full playthrough. I have it on PlayStation 3. Here's the problem. And here's why I'm excited about this. I'm uh, I'm not going to sit down and play my PlayStation 3. Let's be honest. For maybe, what is it, 15 hours probably to get through Symphony of the Night, am I going to sit down and, and really go at it on my PlayStation 3? Not so much. Now, here's my concern. Even released on PlayStation 4, I'm wondering how much time I'm going to put into this because I want to buy it. But there's already the, the rumor mill is swirling around that this could make it to Switch as well. Yes. And that's where everything changes for me because I have firsthand experience that when you take a game I like and put it on PlayStation 4, I can kind of enjoy it. My example is Axiom Verge. I liked playing Axiom Verge on PlayStation 4, but I only made it a few hours in. But then when Grimm gave me a copy of Axiom Verge on the Switch, that's when I was able to actually put time in and complete it. Post up on the couch, throw something on TV, and just enjoy the handheld experience. On my lunch break, sitting to get my oil changed, those are the times that I can sit down and dig into a Metroidvania game a little bit more. Um, It's just a game that it's important to not get lost and confused and lose the map. It's important to not take large breaks from it. And when it's a handheld game, you don't have to take large breaks from it. I love the Castlevanias on the Game Boy Advance because it's really easy for me to throw it in my pocket and just go. And when I have, you know, 10 minutes to play, I hop in, explore the castle a little bit, save and move on with my life. And if this game does make it to Switch, um, that's going to be a day one buy for me for sure. Yeah, day one buy for me too. Is either of these games, because you're the Castlevania guru and I'm... Not. Not at all. Guru's a little bit of a stretch. Enthusiast. We'll say enthusiast. Either of these games in relation to what they have done with the Netflix series? No. No. The Netflix series, if I remember correctly, retells Dracula, I mean, uh, Curse of Dracula, which is three. Dracula's Curse, I should say, which is Castlevania three on the NES. Um, And I'm, I'm going through my mental Rolodex a little bit on those rumors. And one of the reasons people believe that this could hit Switch is, of course, because Simon and Richter are in Smash Brothers and Richter is the star of Rondo of Blood. That I think that's what the 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 
feeling of it is sort of based on, and that makes a ton of sense. If you think about that, they're going to allow these characters to go into Super Smash Brothers, uh, a system-selling marquee game on the Nintendo Switch. Why wouldn't they also take the ports of these games and put them on that system, unless there's still some sort of, especially with Symphony of the Night, old licensing that ties them to being PlayStation exclusive? I mean, you're talking Auto PS... Symphony of the Night. Symphony of the Night also may have been on uh, Saturn. May have been. Don't crucify me if I made that up. I don't know if it is. I thought. But I bottom thought line it was. is, I think any Tess, de- can you look that up? Any deals that you have made back in the PS One era, I think yeah. at, at this point wouldn't be done. But I mean, unless you made some horrible you, deal, you'd think so with the Final Fantasy announcements coming out. Right. And, you know, it just sort of yeah. seems like that sort of thing would exist. But I want to say, Symphony of the Night was also released on the Saturn. Maybe it's it's considered the inferior version, I believe. But also probably extremely expensive. Yeah. So I'm I'm super <laughs> excited because this will give me if if it. It, regardless, if it never hits Switch, I'll probably still add it to my PS4 library, um, especially because I've never played Round of Blood. Ne- I almost bought it on the Switch, but never, I mean, on the Wii and never did. So these are games I'm super excited to put some time into. I think I played Round of Blood on the PSP. Yeah, they had a, they had they had the a combo- remake. Yeah, yeah. Wikipedia shows that the Symphony of the Night only ever came out on PlayStation. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Do some research while we talk some more. Yeah, yeah. You guys keep moving. I'm all right. Hmm. Topic number two. A weird Pokemon briefly appeared in Pokemon Go, and no one seems to know what it is, except we have the face of Switch on our side. We're going to kick it right over to Test, and he's going to tell us exactly what's going on here. He knows all the facts. Test, what's going on here? I just got off the phone with Game Freak, and they told me everything, but I had to swear that I can't actually tell you guys, so I can only let you know what has already been leaked on the internet. So, uh, (laughs) late last week, um, a popular Pokemon Go data miner found... Uh, this it's it's a Pokemon with the body of Ditto, but like a a nut, like a nut and bolt on its head with an eyeball, and it was in Pokemon Go disguised under the name um, Kecleon, which as of right now is not in Pokemon Go. It's a Gen three Pokemon, but it's not in Pokemon Go yet. So they thought that they had found something huge. It also has the dex number because someone pulled all this data into Unity, like it went into the game engine and it found out that it was Pokemon Pokedex number 891, which is really a long shot because the current, like the, the in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, the, the latest in the dex we know right now is 807. So this is just way far out. This isn't even like the next Pokemon, you know, Pokemon, uh, Let's go, Eevee, and let's go, Pikachu. Tease that if you connect with Pokemon, let's or Pokemon Go on your phone, that you'll get a, a never before seen Pokemon. I don't know if this is it. You'd ex- almost expect it to be 808, right? The next one, not the one at all the way at the end of the next generation. That doesn't make any sense. So they thought they were onto something big. They found a leak. Nintendo hasn't said anything about it yet. Then all of a sudden, these things start appearing, appearing all over Japan. And then just as soon as that hype gets out during Community Day here in the States, they start appearing everywhere here in the States. So now we have this this Pokemon that no one's heard of. No one knows what it is. No one knows its origin story or why it's showing up. And when you capture it, it just turns into Ditto. So as soon as you catch it uh, in Pokemon Go, you, you don't actually ever see Ditto. Um, you don't you don't actually ever see Ditto on the map in Pokemon Go. It's always disguised as a Pokemon. Then when you catch it, it says, oh... And then Ditto transforms into into its original form. That's what was happening with every one of these. Um, the Niantic, some high level dude at Niantic, said like, "Nope, this wasn't a leak. This wasn't an accident. This was intended." But the question comes out as to as to why, right? We don't have any idea. 
Like, is this something for Pokemon Let's Go? Is this an homage to something? Is this the leak of the first Gen 8 Pokemon that we've got? Discuss. Go ahead. Go ahead, tonight. Real quick sidebar. Yes, it was released on the Sega Genesis, and yes, it shows it on the Wikipedia page, so Test's eyes are broken. Oh, it Sega says, Genesis. Oh, not Genesis, uh, Saturn. Saturn. Oh, you have to click the show button. It was also on Xbox Live Arcade, PlayStation Network, and PlayStation Portable. Yeah. There's a button that says show. I know things about stuff. The fact that it went to Xbox is a good <laughs> sign. Yes, Absolutely. And back to talking about this stupid Pokemon. <laughs> this is coming from a Pokemon lover. Look at that. It looks idiotic. I'm tired of moronic we- Pokemon designs making their way into my life. Hold on. I designed that one. You're an idiot. Oh. <laughs> You've designed far better things. Be better. But it came up with a great nickname. What are we? What, are the, what is the uh, internet calling it? Nutto. Nutto. Yeah. Pff, trust me. That no one. Nutto. No one's nuttoing anywhere. Okay. <laughs> Not over that. <laughs> Uh, this okay. So my problem with this is that I don't like <laughs> I don't like Pokemon Go, so I don't like the idea that that even if this was a uh, like planned leak for the eighth gen, I don't like that it was leaked via Pokemon Go. Like Pokemon Go, Go doesn't get that type of privilege to to leak new Pokemon to me. I, I'm not a fan of that. This is this is just this is just wrong. This it's Korokoro. It's nothing. This feels wrong to me. <laughs> now does it does it make it any better that this is you know, the, the game we're getting, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, are essentially console extensions of Pokemon Go. It's why I'm super concerned about why I'm buying it. I, like, think it's a big mistake, but I already have it pre-ordered, so I'm going to stick it out. Oh, God, the dogs hate it. They do. I mean, look at look at that thing. What Dogs are going nuts. I, I, I guess I kind of want to understand, like, why. It's just a nut on top of Play-Doh with a black on ball on top of Ditto. So what if, what if this Pokemon, one of the, one of the funnier uh, theories I saw online was, what if this is if you just leave Ditto by himself at the daycare and he gets his own nut? <laughs> oh, wow. 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 Man, I got groans from everybody. That doesn't deserve. No, no, none of that's none of that's warranted. The other thing is maybe, maybe they're gonna play this off as some sort of an homage to missing number, missing no, because again, no, it's, no, that's dumb. again, you can't you can't pay homage homage to missing number via Pokemon Go. Like get this get this garbage out. What of here. if it starts erasing everybody's Pokemon Go save files? Then I'm into it. Then I'm on. Then I'm 100 on board. I don't understand <laughs> why the designs. Like I understand there's a lot of Pokemon, but now they're literally just. St- like pulling shit out of their garage and then making it a Pokemon. Like, all right, guys, we really like Ditto. Let's shrink it down. And then we're going to take this, uh, and they like reach into their pocket, like, no, we're going to take a nut. We're going to put it on top of it and just give it an eyeball. Like, that's the design. Okay, we got this wood board. Quick, hammer a nail into it. Okay, grab that cat. Nail the cat to the board. It's plank. We got. got (laughs) Well, minus the cat. It was plank until there was a cat. You know, it's plank cat. Yeah. It sounds like a Pokemon right there. That's perfect. So, like I said, I, I think it would make sense if this was Pokemon 808, right? A small little extension onto, onto Gen 7, right? The, the next one in line, uh, the, the mystery one for Pokemon Go or Let's Go if you have Pokemon Go. But the fact that this is so far out in Dex number, well, A, I guess that's, that's kind of a good sign that maybe we've got, you know, Generation 8 closer than we think, which we can just hope that it's next year. But... 
I don't know, just 891 just seems like a wild number to, to put it in. Unless, you know, maybe this was just a huge mistake and uh, uh, Niantic just asked the Pokemon company, can we run with this and not do anything with it? Like, yeah, sure, go ahead. So 891, where are we currently at? 807 was the, uh, there was a, I don't, I don't remember its name, it was a electric fighting type that was exclusive to Pokemon Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. So 808 is is our next one, and this is 891? Yeah, we can assume that, you know, the water, or I'm sorry, the grass starter of Gen 8 would be 808. I just, I just want to know, like, why why would it already be in this game? But isn't that a small amount of Pokemon for, for a generation? No. No, I think that's okay, because then I feel like they get to 891 with Gen 8, they hit 1,000 with Gen 9, and maybe just stop. Because uh, you think they're gonna stop Pokemon? No, at that but point? I wish they would. Cause I'm gonna <laughs> stop being able to remember their names. Yeah, I, I, after after the last generation, I kind of gave up caring. Um, like you know, they kept adding all the Ultra Beasts and stuff. I go, all oh, these are stupid. Like, just let, let's just skip this gen. Let's just get over some of these dumb Pokemon and move on. You don't like Gumi Zumi, the the jellyfish Pokemon? No, nope, don't care. That's not its name. Uh, <laughs> I just thought that'd be a funny. I, thing I, to I say. didn't learn hardly any of the Pokemon's name in the most recent generation. What about what about Buzzswole, the bug that's just ripped? I was cool with that. Well, okay. I had a point. I, cool I had a point. I was getting. Oh, uh, Generation Six. Uh, so X and Y only added sixty Pokemon to the decks. Oh, okay. So, like, to say that this one would add less than 90, you know, that... Good math. Yeah. And you're the math guy now. I'm the math... Uh, hey. That was know. an easy gamble. You're yeah. 807 to 891. You're like, it's L- less, less than, than 90. 90. Yeah. I like I like you taking the safe route. I'm a, Game I'm Freak a, just needs to I'm have something guy. for Let's Go, because if they're like, oh, you're going to see stuff that you haven't seen in Pokemon before, and then they're like, oh, hey, wait, we got Nuno over here. Well, and let's it's like, go. oh, no, we've already seen that. Let's Go isn't going to show us anything that we haven't seen before because it's the original 151 with uh, Aloha or whatever. Alo- Alola. Uh, yeah, whatever uh, versions well, included. They did say there is a, if, if you hook up to Pokemon Go, there is a never-before-seen Pokemon. And you get it, so this is and it. it's Nutto. I mean, Nutto. I'm okay with Nutto. I am not okay Missing with Nutto. Nutto? Yeah, Nutto evolves into, into Bricky! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, are we good? Are we done with Pokemon now? I mean, just make sure you go out there and catch your Nuttos. You don't know how often you're going to be able to go get your own Nutto. The only, the only move it starts with is release. <laughs> Man, you just trying just to you just trying to you just trying to release your nuttle into the wild. Yeah, yeah. topic That'll number get, three. What, what, what was what was the officer Jenny's about to roll up on you and be like, you just can't be releasing nuttles outside the Pokemon number three. <laughs> just releasing your nut. Oh. Telltale Games lays off much of its staff and it plans a studio shutdown. This is nutto. Telltale Games, developer of licensed adventure games such as Walking Dead series, Game of Thrones, Batman, um, what was the one I was saying? Um, Tales from the Borderlands uh, or whatever. Yeah, Tales of Borderlands. Game of Thrones. Wolf Among Us, that was the one I really liked. Um, Oh, there was was Tales of Borderlands. There there was Tales of Borderlands and there was the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Tales of the Borderlands and Tales of the Borderlands. Yep, <laughs> Game of Thrones. Yep. There oh, was. Well, you forgot Wolves Among Us. Oh yeah, and don't forget uh, Back to the Future, the ba- Batman, yeah, yep, and yep. The Walking Dead. Yeah, and The Walking Dead. Did I, I and Game su- of Thrones. I'm surprised you didn't bring up the uh, Tales of the Borderlands. Like that's your game. Oh yeah, Tales of the Borderlands. <laughs> oh yeah, Tales of Borderlands. They had seven games. <laughs> well, catch Rod. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, they're going to be shutting down completely. Both uh, Game Informer and U.S. Gamer, citing unnamed sources, say that uh, Walking Dead, the final season, will not be completed. So, mm. sorry. 
Uh, their reports say that Skeleton Crew will be remaining to uh, is working on the Minecraft story mode adaptation for Netflix. Thank God. Due later this fall. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't know what the hell Steve was up to, I would have just it would have been all over. Cancel Netflix now. Sell your stock. Yeah. Oh man. The uh, <laughs> the company posted a, a message on Twitter, kind of uh, breaking it down. But um, today, Telltale Games made the difficult decision to begin a majority studio closure following a year marked by uh, insurmountable challenges. Like the challenge of making fun games? The me- <laughs> oh, man. The message reads, a majority of the company's employees were dismissed earlier this morning with a small group of 25 employees staying to staying on to fulfill the company's obligations to its boards and partners. Oh, boy. Um, I agree with Dead Eye. I've played 20 minutes of one of these games, and I just was like, man, can this just be a movie? I don't want to do the actions anymore. It's just tedious. And I feel like even if you... Okay, I'm going to say this with a little bit of soul, all right? I feel like even if you fucked up what you were supposed to press, you still got the same story. That was a that was a very strong F. Yeah. I really appreciate it. So before we get into why you don't like Telltale, I just want to like point out the fact that Telltale was that company, as much as you may not care about their games, for the people that have enjoyed, like... Life is Strange and a lot of these other adventure games that kind of sparked. Telltale was that first first company to kind of bring this style of game back, you know, into the light. Um, if you're a fan of it, I personally, my favorite experience with Telltale was was Wolf Among Us, and that's because I really enjoyed the story. And that's also because my wife played the entire game, and I just sat back and watched it like it was a movie. Right. That's See, why that's- I enjoyed it. That's I, uh, how it should be enjoyed. The, the little bit of time that I put into Telltale Games and made my my decisions, you're right. A lot of times, even if you made a save point and you went back to it and you chose the other the other avenue, the outcome was like pretty much the same. And so, um, I don't know. To me, I called this back at E3. I said, you guys have to do something new. You have to fix your buggy engine. You have to really come up and make these games something special, or you're not going to be here much longer. Well, I didn't. I didn't see this coming. I didn't think they'd be shutting their doors this year. You're a prophet, but you're clairvoyant. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, it's shit's real. I don't like to see employees lose their jobs. You know, like that's the sad part of it. I and do. I definitely, I definitely don't like what Test was telling me about this about how they treated their employees. Yeah, you know, my favorite part of Telltale is when they had to close because they were shitty to their employees and they made stupid games. There was one tweet that went out uh, from someone that got laid off at Telltale. It says, none of my sleepless nights or long hours on weekends trying to ship a game on time got me severance today. Don't work overtime unless you're paid for it, y'all. Protect your health. Companies don't care about you. Yeah. So, like, that's rough. This person. I thought the article said they got paid out, though. No, I've read. I've just read a ton of stuff saying they get no severance. No severance. Really? So that was one of the big things. Now, however, there was an update literally within the last hour, and they are working to try to find a solution to release season three and four of The Walking Dead, which really makes me change my opinion about them as a company. No, it doesn't. Fuck you, Telltale Games. Well, I mean, if you're trying to figure out how to release these, but you don't want to pay severance out to your employees, like, really fuck you at that point, because, like... 
you're just trying, like, yes, you might have obligations, and yes, you might even get sued if you break contract. I don't know, but at the same time, you're also trying to make that last dollar. You're also trying to ship a game, even though you're dead in the water, you still want to ship a game so that your company can make a couple extra bucks to hopefully pay off or and liquidate whatever you need to liquidate. Really so toys are rusty to, in this one. Yeah, to, yeah exactly. <laughs> so to me, this is just, it's just effed up. Like, for a company that, for a while there, I actually had uh, uh, a positive look on it. Maybe I wasn't the biggest fan of their games, but they were a company that I thought had some actual like integrity. Like this, the, the stuff coming out now doesn't look good at all. You you managed your money clearly in like a child and couldn't even take care of your employees when the time came. So. I mean, I don't feel bad for the company. I don't feel bad for the people running it because the the creator, the one that started it all, left a year and a half ago. He hasn't been in the picture for a year and a half. So in a year and a half, whatever they did, tanked the entire company because we we heard zero rumors of anything uh, before that. So I mean, you got you're getting licensing deals with Batman. You're getting licensing deals with Walking Dead. You got licensing deals with Marvel. Like. You either burned up all your extra money to buy those license deals, or I, I don't know what you did. But how do you get? How do you have this traction with these with these companies? They're allowing you to build custom canon stories, like like Guardians of the Galaxy was a canon story that was unique to Telltale. They were allowed to tell their own story. Like you don't get that type of power unless you're doing something right. So then, where what happened? Where did everything go wrong? So, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not, uh, I don't feel bad for Telltale at all. I feel bad for the employees that unfortunately were misled and lied to and then thrown to the curb without a second thought. That's not how a business should be run. And I hope they all can kind of land on their feet and find somewhere new that's, uh, you know, a healthier workplace. But wow, this is, uh, this is a shame. Do you think they just got overshadowed by games that were just way better at doing this? So, like, a... You know, life is strange, or a they gone got, home, or an until dawn, or they something got like that. Destroyed, yeah, a hundred percent. Until dawn is so good. Yeah, yeah. they they like they, they just they do got, it so much better that they're like, forget you guys. Right, but here's the deal, right? It's it's that same boat that we're talking about. Is that they ran they ran the same engine since the <laughs> since the first game they ever shipped. Like it's yeah. the same damn engine. It's the same damn tools. You never tried to reinvent yourself, and then guess what? People liked what you initially did. So what what happens? They people people like they mimic you, right? They they tr someone else is like, I'm gonna do something like this, and then you do get a Life is Strange, or you do get an Until Dawn, or you get something like that. And yeah, they for the most part, those games are phenomenal. And Telltale just kind of kept going along, status quo. Yeah, I don't I don't get it at Especially all. Especially when you have AAA games that are just knocking out of the park. And then you like, have this you have like this with Heavy Rain or Detroit Become Human, like yeah. it's I've, just a story driven game. And that's I just feel really so far superior. Well, Heavy Rain was came out well before Telltale was was uh, up the powerhouse that it that it was. But it goes to show you. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they and that that team followed up with Detroit Become Human, but. My whole thing about that, another group I feel bad for is, and I'm not a Walking Dead fan, but the, for the Walking Dead fans that have been following this Clementine character, the small girl, if you're watching us on uh, twitch.tv slash Media, if you were the one that was following this story, you don't get an ending now. You literally, like, this was this final chapter. This was the closeout for Clementine. This was supposed to be, like, her end of her story. You're finally, finally going to find out what's going to happen. And it's like, well, 
you got two chapters out of the five. Enjoy. We're closing our doors because we fucked up. Big time. But this happens with TV all the time. So it's not. We're not talking TV. <laughs> but it happens. T- I- TV doesn't take. Uh, uh, I hate this comparison. Why? I- because TV, it's an episodic series, how, and okay. it shows get canceled. People don't get their resolution or their end. Well, if we want to play epi- episodic series, that's fine because they chose to make this episodic series. What I mean is, video games to TV, we have we literally have seasons and nicknames for for like the oh here it comes, here comes all the new shows. Two percent of them are going to make the cut. Like that doesn't happen in video games. Not yet. <laughs> Times are changing. No, they're not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, they're maybe. not. We live. We live in the Merge Dragon Candy Crush era. They're just gonna start sending us garbage and finding out what lands with the us. The difference with Merge Dragons and Candy Crush is that it will forever be a game available on the App Store that you don't like to play, but millions do. It's not some show that gets six episodes in and they go, "Oh, you like to watch that? Uh, I don't care. Canceled." Like coming up episodic it's not, Mario yeah, games. It's just not wait happen. for it. Just, it's it's going to be a new trend. This episodic thing is going to going to keep happening. They're going to sell you games in bits and pieces, and then just cancel. Stuff I mean, they're already saying the they're they're already saying that the remake of Final Fantasy VII exactly. is, is that route. We're going to start seeing this as a trend in video games because what do we know about the video game industry? They're greedy and hate their fans. So. I would not be surprised if five years from now, there's more games that are released in episodic chunks. We've already seen this on the Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition that came out to, at least, I know it came out to iOS, I'm assuming it came out to all smartphones. They they build it by chapter. Like you could, I think you could buy it up front, but otherwise you like going to play it at the beginning. Like here's it's four dollars. The next chapter, like that's also four dollars. The difference yeah, is that, but that is a complete out. game. But already. time out, okay? The the like you guys want to keep bringing up these examples. You brought up. Um, what, what, what game did you, you, you just mention? So you you brought up uh, Final Fantasy BS po- Pocket. You were talking. I, I made. I we talked about like life. Is, we talked about life is strange, and we talked about Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, remake. Who makes all those? It's one all, company. All of those games. They're all by the same company. Square. Square Enix. Yeah. Enix. So I mean, yeah, you know what? They are living the the whole telltale business model right now with a lot of their games. Doesn't mean it's a good idea. Yeah. Doesn't mean everybody else is doing it. Man, I just think you just, just calm down, Grimlock. It's going to be okay. Tess and I are going to start up our own company. It's going to be called. Well, Told that failed Tale. already. That okay. failed. You teamed up with Jazzy. It's already dead. Yep, it's hold gonna on, be called I'm, hold on. Tale, I'm and we're going to do the last two episodes. Told of... Tale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> only yeah. the last two, even though there's three, right? And it's going to be oh, lots. There's, there's three that they didn't <laughs> yeah. make. It's, so you only do two. Yeah, we're going to do two, and then we're going to have to come up with another yeah. company, and it's going to be live action. Yeah. And Jazzy's going to play the girl. Yeah. And it's going to be better than what Telltale's going to put out because they're not putting out shit because they close their doors. Never trust the video game industry. That's all I'm trying to say. DTA. I don't trust the video game industry, but it is an industry that I care about. So I don't like seeing this garbage stuff that's allowed to like how how long has this company been struggling? But they've been but they haven't been even like even transparent to their co to their workers. Like it's just to me, I don't know. I'm not. I, I Telltale had a chance to be a very powerful company, to be a very solid company within the industry, and clearly they took their early success and just, they just dumped everywhere. They just screwed it all up. And when these games first started, the engine, the graphics, everything was was good. 
I don't want to say it was a great or state-of-the-art or anything, but it was good. The problem was is that we started this on the PS3, on the Xbox 360, and then here we are sitting in like the fourth, fifth year of a PS4, and the game looks the same or worse. And it's like, how how is this happening? Or the game is buggier than it's ever been because we're trying to use a system that we built for the for the last generation on a current generation because we don't want to spend the money on what really matters. We want to go buy a Marvel license so that we can write a Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy game. Well, when, when you are bleeding money and you're trying to crank through a bunch of crappy episodes as fast as possible, why would you upgrade your engine? But Batman got... Okay, so again, we all can sit here and say we didn't enjoy anything from Telltale. That's not the case for many people, for a lot of people out there. Like Batman got high ratings. It was a good game if you were a Batman fan. I did want to play it and never yeah. did. And you know, and The Walking Dead didn't get 17 seasons because it was bad. Like like people cared about these characters and 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 these characters were created. That this is the thing. It wasn't a recreate like uh Game of Thrones and Back to the Future. Like they were okay because they were just replaying what happened in the show. What they did here was they actually took characters and created new characters and told a side story of something that was going on during the TV show, what was going on. So it was actually fresh, new substance. Those were good moves. The pro- I just don't know where they went wrong, besides the fact of not upgrading the things that they needed to upgrade. Do you think somebody will pick up and make these last three? For The Walking Dead, be it that they end up having to, you know, pay the piper and or the fans basically revolt and then Telltale ends up releasing it to somebody else's creative No, I don't think Telltale picks it up. If you want to, if you want my honest opinion, you got something going on here like uh, like a uh, THQ or whatever, Nordic, uh, buying up an IP and then then bringing it back to life like, um, uh, is it Darkstalk or... um, Oh my God! What's Darksiders. Darksiders. Thank you. Oh really? Yeah. I was just taking a stab in the dark. Yeah, Darksiders. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> Darkstalker is way it's, better. It, yeah, is the it's fighting game that fights a cat lady. Yeah, yeah. Fights a vampire. But dark, dark. Um, yeah. But I mean, something like that, right? That where you're gonna the IP is gonna get bought up. Uh, the Walking Dead creators are gonna want would like to have this finished. You're gonna find a company that steps up and, and tries to maybe save this. Uh, and probably Telltale, if they do own, if if at the end of this whole thing they still own the uh, IPs or the original stories, then this is another way they can make a few bucks, which right seems to be all they care about. Before we jump off this new <sighs> story, do the three of you, including Deadite, that I've got cameras on right now, have any sign language you want to share with Telltale before you know that's exclusive to Twitch? Yeah, I got I got some. <laughs> you guys know that one? I know that one. <laughs> I, know what the hey, I know that one. I know that one a lot. I'm because a- believe it or not, my wife is actually fluent in sign language. Yeah, mine's this one right so here. So she's taught me some stuff. There we go. I was just hoping everybody would flip off the camera, but yeah. that failed miserably. So if you're listening and you didn't watch it on Twitch, you didn't miss anything. Test. So. Can't you translate mine? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. It's it's shit. It's 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 it. It's oh, what it's is like, this? Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, uh, that's how you yeah. actually say it in sign language. Yeah. Wow. I'm t- I'm educating. I'm bringing value to the video. More value than Telltale ever did. Oh, whoopsie. That was that was actually kind of aggressive. Ooh. That's good. That's good. You loved Wolves Among Us. I liked watching it. It was your game of the year. <laughs> no, it was <laughs> not my game, game of, the of the year. I couldn't even tell you what year it came out. <laughs> Guys, go back to like episode 210 when they were discussing what their game of the year was going to be. He was talking about it. Yeah. 
then listen to all of them between then and that's now that, too. Yeah, that, just give good, us downloads. Hundred percent. Yeah, perfect. That's <laughs> I think that's accurate. Uh, <laughs> all right, it's Too time fair. to move into the Patreon news topic of the week. Uh, we set up a voting system every week on oh. patreon.com slash gamesmedia and our patrons of ten dollars or higher get to vote a news topic into the show every week. The loser this week was Diablo is getting an animated series to Netflix. That's all you get to hear. If you want to know, know more about it, don't say anything luck. else, Jazzy. That noise was too much. Yep. They didn't earn that noise. Didn't earn it. They gave us a feel good story instead. That's right, but we do have we do have uh, kind of a two parter. So oh, you feel good about it. No, a two parter. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> too far for me. Too far for me. Yeah, that tasted bad. So <laughs> most of the things I do are in port days. All right, we're gonna start uh, with Bethesda. Who's taking the Bethesda one? I forgot. You. I am. Yeah, you're taking all you're of Bethesda these. You're Bethesda guy. This is all you, man. Okay. Well, Bethesda grants Sky a wish. Skyrim's your game of the year. Bethesda. <laughs> <laughs> it did come out on Switch last year, so it's Bethesda totally valid. Bethesda grants a wish of a 12-year-old boy with rare cancer to play Fallout 76. So the um, Bethesda, if you don't know who they are, they're the makers of Elder Scrolls and Fallout series, uh, has granted the wish of a 12-year-old boy named Wes uh, with a rare type of cancer to, pl- to see Fallout 76 by bringing the game to his house to play uh, months before the release of the game. So... Um, Wes has been in a uh, fight against stage four neuro, what is it, neuroblastma for most of his life after being diagnosed with a form of cancer just five years, when he was just five years old. Uh, recently, Wes and his family were told by doctors that they would be stopping treatment, implying that Wes' battle was poised to come to a heartbreaking mm. end. Uh, and meaning that he may never see a new entry in a series that he loves, Fallout. So, Fallout 76 is a game that comes out November 14th. Yep. And Bethesda was uh, their their headquarters is about four about four hours away from where Wes lives. They normally work with Make a Wish, and they bring in a lot of uh, you know kids that want to uh, see how games are made, want to maybe get early hands on stuff. You know, um, they 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 actually go to the the facility, but Wes was unable to. So Bethesda made uh, an exception that not isn't always made. They packed it up in a car, drove it out to his house, and uh, hung out with him for about four hours to play the video game. Yeah. Um, the other cool thing is Wes also got hooked up with a prototype uh, Fallout helmet. Ooh. Yeah, uh, uh, the power edition. Yeah, the, for power, the power armor. Power helmet. armor, and it it was a prototype model of that of that special edition that's already sold out, and they've already announced they will not make any more. So that's a super cool piece for him. Um, his is limited too because Todd Howard actually signed his. Yep. Yep. So super cool. This is it's just a good story. I mean, there's not a whole lot. To, you guys voted on it, and and we can all sit here and we can applaud Bethesda. We can be happy that uh, you know Wes got to enjoy this, you know this um, this game that he wanted to play. You know, it's it's still it's super hard. But the the one thing that uh, you know his dad said is um, the quote was basically, "You you have no idea how happy this made him." You know, and and it's just when you read this whole article, and and you can you you can we can share it out so you guys can find it. But this was from um, comicbook.com is where is the article that we pulled. I mean, you can search Fallout seventy six 
brings game to Wes, and you'll find everybody writing about this, but the, uh, I don't know, when you read this whole article and you hear about, like, they talk about, like, what, how, what Wes went through when the doctor told him treatment was stopping and, and everything, so that when Bethesda came and when he played the game and, and some of the quotes that they pulled from that event, it's, you know, it's super awesome. Like, I love hearing this stuff because it is something that we we do a pretty good job of it. We hear a lot of these stories, but, you know, it's just we probably could there probably could be more of it. And so when we do hear this happening, especially when they take the extra step to drive out to someone's house instead of just simply say, yeah, come to our facility. You took the extra step and, and I'm and proud of Bethesda. I'm, you know, I'm super happy for Wes and his family and I'm glad he had a good time. Yeah. I'm going to have to contact Wes be like, Wes. Talking about seventy six, like what else? <laughs> Tell me all the yeah, secrets. Yeah, is it worth getting? Like, talk to me. <laughs> talk right. to me. But, but wouldn't you assume for any company that has a heart, so not Telltale, like, th- like, <laughs> like this? This is um, this is. I mean, this is why they make video games, make kids happy, right? So, like, isn't this like the ultimate? Like, we get to really do something meaningful. Move by a developer, like, man, there's a sick kid who wants to play our game. Like, I. I, I have to imagine that, that that's that's a career highlight in yeah. some ways. You know what I mean? Like for that person to be, be like, wow, this kid has a lot of trouble in, in his life. And all he wants to do is play my game. And I'm able to take that to him. And it means something to that kid. So it, it's a cool move by, you know, Bethesda and the, the people that work there to do the right thing and care and, and cheer up a sick kid. So good on them. I think it's important that we as a community get to hear these stories and, and actually get them out there because you hear a lot about these companies of like, Oh, they didn't get their game out in time and it's delayed. Or, I mean, just look at riot, like riots going through all this stuff about like there being all this, you know, sexism and all of this internal like stuff that's happening with them not being so great with treating the treatment of their employees and stuff like that. But then at the same time, you can also see this article where it's like they released a skin that was built by somebody from Make-A-Wish Foundation. Um, so he got his own skin and then they like donated, what was it, like $20 million to charity? or Six, so, six million. Six still, million, yeah. like crazy amounts a, of money. I think it was like eight billion. Yeah. Eight, eight billion. Yeah, billion. But, uh, okay, so I guess the thing I'll say is that, yes, this this is it has to be a highlight, right? It has to be – you have to feel – special and just it has to be rewarding to to be able to say i can i can do this for someone you know like if someone (laughs) thought that games media was the coolest place in the world and they wanted to see our ragtag studio because it was super important to them like i think we would feel we'd feel privileged to be able to actually say if this is what you want then absolutely but um in the end i think yeah a lot of companies are going to team up with make-a-wish like it's like right like it's a standard almost like if you don't then you're telltale. But I just, for me, I like I, I like these stories when they do come out and, and they are that one extra step. The, the, like, here's our policy. It's in our handbook. This is what we do with Make-A-Wish. And then you get these stories that's just the one extra step outside of that handbook. And if it's 20 extra steps, great. But, but the fact that you go outside, like, outside of what you have to do to make sure it happens... Those are the stories that definitely need a little bit more of attention. We're not, 
you know, I more or less want to tell this story and we're going to let uh, Tess move into our next one because for the, for the actual, for the kid, like, yes, we expect Bethesda to come through. And if they didn't come through, we'd be having a very different discussion right now. Burn it down. Right. <laughs> if you can't help a sick kid and you're a giant video yeah. game company, burn yourself down. Right. But in the end, I think it, it, all, it all revolves around the experience that the person gets to have. And when they get to share it publicly, you know, then, yeah, I, 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 I give it a, I want to give it a little platform, be it our platform or, or IGN. I don't care. So, um, but Bethesda wasn't the only company to, uh, to come through for, for a fan. Test what what else happened uh, this week? So this story I want I was going to want to talk about today, regardless of its outcome, right? Because it was going to be one of two things: whether a company deserves praise or a, a company deserves to be just torn down for being heartless. Uh, luckily, it's the first. So we talked about Bethesda. This one's about Nintendo. Now, um, Chris Taylor, uh, who's a little bit older than the, than the child in the previous story, uh, posted on July 17th that he had no longer he's no longer pursuing treatment um, for the cancer that he had. He's a three-time cancer survivor, but this time um, th- this cancer was a little bit more aggressive. It got the best of him. He uh, he had three to six months to live, which uh, just some simple math would put you into uh, the middle. Um, the middle of January, and one day on his Twitter feed, um, it was September 13th, so nearly you know four months after, not four months, two months after the... I'm the math guy. You're right. Two months after that thing, he just posted a line, I'm really scared I won't be able to play Ultimate. That was his whole tweet. As, you know, obviously he starts to kind of face the fact that, you know, he is terminal right in the face and realize that this is something he might not be able to play. He went on, he's like, I know it's childish to despair over a video game, but Smash meant a lot to me. Ultimate looks so good, it breaks my heart. He apologizes over and over for, like, bringing down the hype of Smash because it's the last thing he wants to do. He just wanted to share, you know, kind of share his grief with with the people that, you know, that were following him at the time. Um, and then the community reached out. A friend reached out. You had people in the fighting game community. We, you had um, Nintendo YouTubers. You had all these people. Somebody from um, it was the, uh, the the Treehouse. One of the Treehouse employees caught wind, and things spiraled up to where uh, just I want to say it was just this last week. It was yeah, September twenty first. Um, Nintendo traveled. He lives in Canada. He's from Ontario, so it's not like Bethesda. Not to minimize Bethesda's thing, but it wasn't a drive away. Like they had to they had to make this a trip. So they took uh, this. A copy of Smash, the E3 demo, um, and let him, two of his friends, and his mother, um, who all wanted to play it, kind of have this moment. So, um, once again, um, you know, he says it, it was the same kind of thing. This means so much to me. Obviously, he's a little bit older, so he's able to share kind of directly how he feels with with his following. He's like, this means so much to me. Um, you know, I had to keep it a secret because Nintendo was keeping it very lock and key because having a demo leave the control of Nintendo's, you know, um, whole ecosystem is, is scary for Nintendo, right? You know, someone could have stole that demo and then who knows what could have done from there. So he was just uh, overly joyous that he was able to get this, um, to get this wish. And, um, you know, not to go into what you guys already said, but it's, it's, it's heartwarming. You know, n- neither of these situations are good, right? Because in order for us to have this good feeling about what's happened, it, it's only because of, of some tremendous loss that these families are going to face. Um, but like good on Bethesda, good on Nintendo for just listening to the community and just giving, essentially just giving a dying kid something that they really want, you know? Yeah. Cause we didn't, you, you didn't know if Chris was going to make it. You just didn't know, you know, his time, his window was outside of the launch. His, his window for life in his twilight of his life, as he puts it, was outside of the smash window by, by 30 days. 
So it's, you know, you just you, you didn't know what was going to happen. So um, good on Nintendo, good on Bethesda um, and patrons. Like, you know, I hope this is the story that you that you were hoping for. Um, you got the feel good kind of and uh, a little bit of hope back into the gaming industry after we just spent 10 minutes, 15 minutes um, shitting all over Telltale. Deservedly. I think this is super big for Nintendo because we all know how protective they are of their their stuff. So to kind of like release this and say like, hey, here you go, you know, you know, be be cautious of this because, you know, we don't want things to get out and stuff like that, but still be able to make this happen for him was super awesome. Yeah, I mean, good job. Good job on their part, for sure. All right. Last topic. Time to take a piss. Introducing the PlayStation Classic preloaded with 20 games. 20 of the best games you will ever play again. Also confirmed... There will be no expansion and no extra games added to it after. Until you hack it. Probably. <laughs> uh, so that's Braden right. Braden will Sony, do it for me. Sony has come out, and almost 25 years ago, the original PlayStation was introduced to the world, developed by Sony Computer Entertainment. It was the first home console in video game history to ship 100 million units worldwide. And today, Sony is announcing... That we are bringing back the original PlayStation experience in a new miniaturized version, PlayStation Classic. The console will come preloaded with 20 classic titles. That's a creative name. But we only know <laughs> of five. So <laughs> it's, it comes with 20 games, but they're only telling us the five so far, which is Final Fantasy VII, Jumping Flash, Ridge Racer, Type 4, Tekken 3, and Wild Arms. Oh, so this is the Final Fantasy VII remake that everybody's been waiting for, right? Cur- like, yeah, 100%. This is the, they were just waiting to remake the system, not remake the game. Yeah. Nice. Uh, the one, the one like thing that I will say I like is that the box it comes in looks like the original PS1 box. But again... Uh, also, super original. No one else has done that recently. <laughs> yeah. Classic <laughs> is such a good name for it, too. Yeah, it's... Wow, you know, Sony's really trying, guys. <laughs> They're really trying. Jazz, Jazzy Fiddle, Jazzy Fiddle, I think you have a few words on this. I mean, I do. December 3rd, um, I talked to my girlfriend Lauren yesterday and said, Babe, thanks for the early Christmas gift. She's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I took my money and pre-ordered me a PlayStation Classic. She's like, how much was it? I was like, 100 bucks. She's like, all right, I'm not that mad at it because she knows I'm a super big Sony fan. Um, so this for me is a step in the right direction to catch my attention. Um, nothing against the NES Classic or the Super NES Classic. It's just I was more of a Sony fanboy growing up. So this is going to be something that I'm much more excited to get my hands on. Not that I didn't try to get my hands on the, the Nintendo ones. They were just tough to get. So when I was able to... Um, pop in that pre-order for this. I wanted to make sure that I got it. But, um, you know, here's to, and I know it won't happen, but come on, Dragon Seeds. You're not getting Dragon <laughs> Seeds. Come on, Dragon Seeds. Give them a worse sound effect than that. <laughs> oh, Dragon Seeds, Get man. this garbage out of here. <laughs> um, 
<sighs> I know I won't get Dragon Seeds, but uh, Twisted Metal? Can we get Twisted Metal? That's possible. If, well, if there's not Twisted Metal in there, why <laughs> buy it? Like, can we be honest? <laughs> right. If you like, if you look at the five games they announced, I will tell you why you shouldn't buy it. Because when you put this on a big TV, it's gonna. It doesn't matter what <laughs> game you play, it's gonna look like dog shit. I think that's the whole reason why, like the the N sixty four classic wasn't really rushed to market. Now, granted, there's been patents filed, yeah. so I could be eating my own words. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope I hope that's for a Switch it, peripheral and not for if the N64 classic does get announced, I, I will shit on it as hard as this because the PS1 has not aged well. Ogre Battle looks great. And yeah. the, so they're giving us 20 games, which is real low, right? You're thinking, if that's a percentage base off of what the library was for PlayStation 1 games, and Sony does continue this on if it's successful, like, the PS2 classic is going to have to have, no. like... 140 No, 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 no. You got it all wrong. You got it all wrong. You had it all wrong. Sony is unique, and they do not copy people. So what's going to happen is every three months, you're going to get a PS1 Classic version 2, version 3, version 4, and it's going to have different games on it. So then you can stack them, and it'll look cool. Oh, and daisy chain them together. Daisy chain them together. Blockchain them. Yeah. That's no, what, that's a blockchain. The right. twenty game thing is ridiculous. Which I, I'm, I'm. Here's the thing I'm most interested about the system: how quick does it take to get hacked? How quick is it going to be within the first two hours of launch? Like, I really want to know how quick this thing gets hacked because, I, to me, this is like. Get, am I right? Did the NES? How many games did the NES Classic? Thirty. Have? 30, and the SNES Classic still had over 20. It was like 26. Yeah, something 24, 24. or something like that. Yeah. So PlayStation comes out more expensive than either one of those. By a long shot. Yeah. Does and it at least come with two controllers? I think it does. It does. Okay, yeah, good. two controllers. Yes. Good. HDMI, a USB, and, and no power adapter. No power adapter, but you do get an instruction manual. That does look like the old instruction manual. Yeah. Thank God. But you guys are missing a big point. Okay. 20 games. They announced the only game that matters. Tekken 3. I know you're a Tekken guy. Tekken 3 is a great <laughs> yeah. game. When's the and last time you played Tekken 3? It would be... I still live in my apartment, so it's been over two years. Yeah, two years. What did you play it on when you played it? Uh, the uh, PS3 is actually backwards compatible. Mm, okay. So I was able to play Tekken 3 by putting it in a PlayStation 3. Yeah. So, but this comes with two controllers, so I'm gonna have my friend Deadite come over, or I'm gonna go over his house with my classic, and then we're gonna play some Tekken 3 together. That's how I play video games now, is sitting next to That's the only so. way he plays video games. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Um, to answer the question, we had 30 games on the NES Classic, mm. only 21 on the SNES Classic. Oh, so okay. only one more on the NES Classic. And, and that was Star it was, Fox. It was a Star, Star Fox. Fox. So they, they build yeah. it as 20 games yeah. plus one unreleased game. Okay, so. I, I'm not a huge fan of this. I know the, I know the, the around the room here we got Jazzy that is pro and everybody else kind of couldn't care, but we are enough. We are big enough Sony fans, or we know enough about PlayStation games that if you got to pick one game to add to this list, since there is 20, but you only get one, what is the one game you want to add? And I'll give everybody a few minutes because this I will turn to the uh, I'm going to turn to the Twitch chat right now, and and hopefully I don't steal one of your guys' games. So th keep thinking. But uh, Ball and Hobo thinks Siphon Filter belongs on there. The original Siphon Filter classic. 
definitely could find the spot on there. I also saw on here it's Tomba and Tomba Two, yep, Tomba, to- yep, whatever it is. Tomba, Tomba, Tomba Two, um, other great options for you. Siphon filter is huge. I love siphon yeah. filter. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Someone said merge dragon seeds because they clearly clearly are blending games now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spectre made the game for you. Yeah. Merge dragon yeah, yeah. seeds. Oh, the other one that I saw merge that I really liked was uh, the other it's one. Got I, the word dragon and I love it. The other one I really <laughs> liked and and I I hope it doesn't doesn't ruin uh, deadites or or test but uh, command and conquer red alert. Mm-hmm. It one. was not going to ruin mine. Okay, all right. So now let's uh, let's move it to Deadite going first. What's your one game that you need to add? Now, I, I had I had a few pop in my head real quick of ones that I'm like, man, that'd be really good. That'd be really good. I I, I could probably rattle off about five or six stupid games that I would love that the rest of the world would hate. But here's one that I would love to see on because a there's a chance of it happening, and b I'm not sure if anyone else in the room has ever played the game. And I also might say the name wrong So if because I played it when I was a little kid. So if someone in the Twitch chat wants to ridicule me about that, you can go lick a turd. It's NHL. It's NHL. Rock, rock the rink. Rock the rink. Remember rock the Is rink? Is it really? No, but that was my. That was like, oh, I'd love rock the rink. That was one of the ones like, in my head I'd love. No, um, it's a Square Games made by Squaresoft. I believe it's pronounced Einhinder, Onhander. I'm not sure how you say it. It is a side-scrolling shooter, shooter. game okay. where I am you, you can this. equip two different weapons and you can like rotate them. Yeah. It's uh, it, I remember as a kid it being really hard, but also a really fun game. That's actually there weren't a lot of like side-scrolling shoot 'em up games where you're flying a spaceship on the PlayStation. So based on the fact that it's a developer that uh, PlayStation still has a strong relationship with, it's a game that when it comes to play-wise. It aged well. It's still a fun game to play. There's no reason why it couldn't be a fun game that's added in here that has great replayability here in 2018. And to my knowledge, it's never been re-released anywhere else. It's Ein Hander, according to the chat. Yeah. So I was pretty close, considering I'm an illiterate person. And it's a, a really fun game, according to the chat. Yeah. Did, I, did I? Good pick. Thank you. Jazzy Fiddle. I will... It'll be worth every penny if they put Twisted Metal 2 on this See, I think classic. Twisted Metal 2 is the one they need. They, yeah, do, Twisted they Metal do not 2, need the original. They do not need the original. I put so much time in on Twisted Metal 2 with my sister back in PlayStation and PlayStation 2 because it was backwards compatible, and we played the hell out of this game, and I will easily be going over to her house with my classic and hooking this up and us having that blast to the past and uh, playing some Twisted Metal 2. I love that game. Uh, I would have to go, and, and I saw mine get picked in the chat here by BMC, of all people, taking Dino Crisis, which is a game I really enjoyed on the PS1. So if I had, if I, Dino Crisis is still my pick, but I, I'll just throw in the secondary idea of one that's less popular, but I really enjoyed it, would be Mega Man Legends. I, I, I really enjoyed Mega Man Legends. Uh, it was such a different take on Mega Man. And they, there was two, two of them. But I, I would imagine they would, if they somehow managed to put this onto the classic, they would take the original. Um, but yeah, that. 
that would be my 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 picks. Dino Crisis being the real pick. But. Can I can I change my pick to Mortal Kombat Special Forces? <laughs> no, no, you cannot. No, you cannot. Uh, Testonomics. So the first two games I looked up were both PlayStation Two games because I don't know if I've played <laughs> more than five PlayStation 1 games in my entire life. Um, the first thing that came to mind was actually called out by a Sphinx in the chat, and that was uh, Parappa the Rapper, I think yep, would be fun, yep. and at least it wouldn't have aged. I mean, it's going to look gotta bad. It's got to be in there. But um, right? the one that came to my what mind as, as a nod to um, this, uh, I don't know if this is last week or two weeks ago, episode of the Legend of Retro podcast is Metal Gear. It's got to be on Solid. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, just let's let's uh, flip through again through the chat just because they had some some other big ones that I didn't think. Braver Fancy Musashi. Uh, no, not that one. But Legend of Dragoon. We uh, Legend of Dragoon is obviously a huge one that I expect to be on there. You could you could have a lunar um, that that could be on there. Crash Bash, Crash Team Racing, uh, Crash Bandicoot. But I don't, I don't know. I don't really want Crash Bandicoot on there because they just had the HD remake. So mm. I feel like. I know it's the it, like you would get that, the original. Yeah, that but and Spyro since they're doing a remake. Oh, of yeah, that. Those, of course, know. you need Symphony of the Night. I was then. about to say I don't even know how I didn't say that the game that needs to be yeah. on there that might actually sell me on it if these uh, ports weren't coming is Symphony of the Night. Which so I asked this question um, connected to Craig's blog about this, and that was that was my pick for the blog. But yeah, that be I mean that's one that I expect to be on there. Um, or Metroid, put Metroid. Dragon on. Warrior Seven. Um, uh, Silent Kong. Hill. Did you say Metroid? Yeah. <laughs> Dave Mira BMX. <laughs> oh man, you I'm all wrong. got it wrong. Oh, you Dave all Mira got BMX it wrong. Play is the Slim you Jim guy. Got it wrong. If VIP is not on the PS One <laughs> no. Classic, this is dead on arrival. VIP, the the Godfather of Telltale games. <laughs> <laughs> and what? if you don't know what VIP it, is, Telltale. you all need to get with gaming. What about? I just searched like the best PlayStation One game. And Disney's Tarzan plays near the top with yeah. a four point eight out of five. Well, oh, I have two copies on the GBA. Not it's the gotta same. be the same. It's gotta Not be the same the game. Same. The, game, the GBA game is such quality, if anything, it's better. Um but Tomb no, Raider, seriously, VIP. Chrono Trigger. <laughs> Starring Pamela, Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson. Yeah. I, I mean, bought Grand, that for ninety nine cents from a garage sale. I spent ninety nine cents too much for yeah. it. What about Yu-Gi-Oh! Forbidden Memories? What about Monster Rancher? You, you know what game's gonna be on there, and Deadites are gonna be excited about it, and I hate this game. Oddworld? Ooh, it's, I'm trying to think. What game am I excited about? Also, um, no, I don't think they can do Tony Hawk games because the music license. It's a racing game that was a PlayStation yes, exclusive. Yes, Jet Moto needs Jet to be Moto on there. Jet Moto is trash. Jet Moto is great. Jet Moto is garbage. <laughs> Demo get a Destruction Derby and Jet Moto on there. I always hated Jet Moto because at the time the Jet Moto was a thing on PlayStation. We had other we had other racing games like um, uh, we had F Zero or we had Mario Kart and things like. like there was other competing uh, games and. Jet Moto felt so slow and like, like, almost like you're floaty. you were un floaty. Well, floaty. You're, you're, you're on, it was you're terrible. It was 
terrible. We need cool boarders too. Now cool boarders, I'm in. I'm in 100. Yeah, cool back when boarders. back when snowboard games were good. What about two extreme? Two extreme. <laughs> now we're going downhill. Three extreme. What about Apocalypse, the Bruce Willis video game? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know anything about that one. I'm not gonna. It was lie. another game I found for 99 cents at a garage sale. Wasn't Whoa. there just a game called Driver that was like yeah. Grand Theft yeah, Auto before yep. Grand Theft Auto? Yep. I played that game. Yep. I have it on the GBA. <laughs> <laughs> I also I also have Driver San Francisco on the Wii. <laughs> oh my god. Crash <laughs> Team Racing they should put on there. We someone said, someone that. said that. Yeah. Yeah. Grim, yeah, don't, sure. don't the bowels of the games I own never cease to amaze you? They, they <laughs> cease, yeah, in a painful way. In a very um, painful way. Um, someone did say Resident Evil 2, and I thought I, I disagree with that. I don't want that on this because it's get, it's right the remake's right around the corner. I just I don't care. Like like it's, it's too much of that game. Like I feel like if I'm gonna buy the remake, I don't want. I don't care about the original being on this on this classic. And to be fair, I'm gonna hack the thing in a month and have the entire PS1 library on it. Probably, yeah. Anyways. You need to have so Tomb I get my Yu-Gi-Oh True Duelist on there. What about X-Men vs Street Fighter? It's a good one. It's a good one. Well, there's just, some good fighting. I just games. came up with that on my own. I mean, none, of them, are, none of them are Tekken Three. I de- definitely didn't come from Player One, Miggy. I know that for sure. He's not even here. Yeah. Tomb Raider Two. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider Two should be on there. It's an it's a seminal game of the system. Yeah, but see, I think Tomb Raider they 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 end up putting the original on there because but two was so much better. It had I, a I, lot more mechanics. I agree, but I just think it's weird. Shoot yeah. a T Rex in the face. Yep, yep. It got greatest Tomb Raider got a greatest hit, so you know they're gonna put all their greatest hits on there. Mm. All right. I think we're done. <laughs> we're done rambling off games because yeah, we could keep going there. There was that's the thing about PlayStation is there was a very good library of games. I just, PS1, I don't know. There's something about PS1. I don't mind collecting it. I just have no interest in playing it. It, it gives you eye cancer looking <laughs> at it. Like, they age Man, so right poorly. after right after the stories that we just covered. Like, come on. Oh, God, here comes a bad joke. Oh, God. <laughs> no. I am a tasteless person. <laughs> I don't regret what I said. But anyways. Oh, I thought it was going to get worse. No, 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 no that no. was as far as it went, and Grim had to call me out for being a bad person for okay. ma- saying an insensitive comment after we talked about sick Man. kids. Yeah. Is it going to do the PlayStation startup? It's what I do. It That's better do it. If it doesn't, then yeah. you might as well burn it. I don't know, I because I feel like the uh, the the $20, or the NES you get on the Switch, the fact that there's like no boot, it's like click and play, is really nice. Like when you click a game in the in the... Oh, I think Switch. he means. I think he means boot up from power. Just on. from power. That's what I'm saying. Oh, wait a second. What if we're on to some? What if all the terrible load times still exist? Oh yeah. That'd oh, be- but they'd have to add in the disc sounds. <laughs> if you don't get that, send it back. You need the true experience. <laughs> well, it loads. That's true. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, that's With good. The good, spinning disc sound. Good call. All right, that's been our attack on the news. For these topics and much more, visit GameZillaMedia.com where you can read all the blogs usually coming out every day. We have the stream team that Tess is going to tell you a little bit more right about now. This week in the GameZilla Media stream team, we've got Matrick on stage playing Final Fantasy Type-0 and the Graveyard Keeper, the Deadite Knights, Going live with Fire Pro Wrestling World as he looks to get them 100% matches. Getting 100% matches, getting S ratings on the mission mode, and guys, I'm working towards a platinum for the first time in my life. Man, 
And he's because g- I could play it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to know who the Gamezilla Media Wrestling Champion is, you got to tune in to find out. I, I think I could be holding uh, the first ever Gamezilla Media Championship tournament uh, maybe next week. There we go. Because I got to make Grim and Jazzy, and then we have a big enough roster to go. Tune in for it. We've got Grimlock the Dino playing. Guacamelee 2. That's right, because I didn't get confirmation before we started the stream. Spectre XV just picked up a copy of Spider-Man for PS4, probably starting tonight, but you don't know that because this came out tomorrow. And then myself, <laughs> Testonomics, we are doing a big Arena of Valor stream on Tuesday, yeah! the day that this podcast drops all your it's all your favorite ear-listening whole sources. Uh, so come on Tuesday night. Otherwise, we're going to be playing through the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 DLC. League of Legends Pro Grimlock the Dino taking a break and coming over to Arena of Valor to show to flex his muscle. Yeah, it's I gonna, got at least two matches, and if he's better than me at this game, I'm quitting that too. <laughs> it's gonna be a, Jazzy. I can turn you on to the world of playing alone. <laughs> <laughs> I might be coming to you. Offline play alone. You had me at turn you on. Oh my goodness, uh, Balto or if, whatever his name if, was, Nutto. <laughs> yeah. If current gaming is not your thing and you like <laughs> old school video games, then listen to the Legend of Retro podcast every Thursday, where Craig, Chops, Xander, and the newcomer, the Glitch, take you on a journey in gaming history. All right, I think we're. Uh, did I, do you want to do, like, the, the thing? Or do you want to do the other thing? Like, we can do my thing? Like or we can do your thing? Or is it like a... I'm going to let you pick. You're going to let me pick. And what you just have thing? To play, you have to start the sound, and we'll know. But what I don't know what do scene to go to. This is going to be bad for video. Bum, bum, bum. It's rather, it's time for... <laughs> or, it's Vader time! Oh, God, I'm going home. <laughs> they would fight this evil in a duel to the death. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction. Must or bust? Welcome to Must or Bust, where we are going to talk about some upcoming game releases dropping this week. And should you spend your hard-earned doll hairs on them, or maybe just a few dimes, we're going to go through. We're going to let you know. Let's get started. We go right into it. And I'm going to bring up a game that we all care about, but no one cares more than the person that is not here today. Chops, we are going to answer this one for you. We are all going to give double thumbs up for Valkyria Chronicles 4! Woo! Way up there. Chops Just for favorite Chops. franchise. Just favorite game. For Chops. I'm so excited for Chops to be able to play his favorite game. I don't think he's going to play anything else because he can play it on his Nintendo Switch, on his PS4. I think he's running out to buy an Xbox right now just so he can play on it. And he's got that PC. He is set. Wait, can we take a real quick timeout from this segment? Have you started Spider-Man yet? Next game coming you. out I is definitely <laughs> Hollow Knight. And we're going to let Test answer this one. He, I know I know what he's going to say, but Xbox is getting Hollow Knight. I know you're not an Xbox fan maybe, but if you only own an Xbox test, Hollow Knight. First of all, I didn't know Hollow Knight wasn't out for Xbox. What the hell is Microsoft doing not having this game yet? Second of all, it is definitely worth trying. It's not the Metroidvania kind of game that'll hold your hand at all. It's just like, go ahead, figure stuff out, be a bug. And uh, and if you stop playing it for two to three days, you'll probably forget what you were doing and never play it again. So it's a must. 
but you got to have time to focus on it. All right. So you're saying it's better if it's handheld. I'm saying if you have an Xbox and a Switch and you buy it on Xbox, you're an idiot. That's all I wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my next game is uh, it's it's pretty epic. It might even be called Ultimate. It is. It's called Ultimate Chicken Horse from the Nintendo Switch. Hmm, Ultimate Chicken Horse, you say? Is a bust. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> like something I need to play. It is an absolute bust. bust. I know nothing about it other than its title. And it's enough to how much? How many dollars is it? Does it say? It doesn't say. I think it, too many I dollars. I think it was. I think it was twelve ninety nine. Too expensive. Oh, too expensive. My goodness. Four ninety nine or less. Because I got. I got. Uh, the end is nigh for for five dollars this week. Anything over five dollars too expensive for me this week. Next up, the South Park: The Stick Ooh, of man. Truth, September twenty fifth for the Nintendo Switch. Oh, I really thought I'd be getting more of a positive uh, feel here by the face of Switch. It's it's thirty dollars, and this and this thing will be nine ninety nine or less by Christmas. Yeah, you might want to wait on this one. And it's it's a better game than Fractured Butthole. Like the gameplay is better, um, but I already played it. I actually I, I loaded. I only had a Nintendo system back then too, so I loaded uh, Windows Seven on my Mac and then bootlegged it to play. Uh, Whatever, Stick of Truth. Okay, so you've never, let's just say you've never played Stick of Truth. It's on Nintendo Switch. $10 this holiday. Oh, 100% you buy 100% it. 100% you buy 15, it. If you've never played it, buy it at 20 There you go. But uh, Ubisoft's out of their mind charging $30 for a digital-only game this late in its life cycle. Okay, there you go. Should have been free with Fractured Butthole. Okay, Life is Strange 2. Telltale, you fucked up, but Square Enix is still kicking along. Everybody's been waiting for this, this next installment of Life is Strange 2. I'm getting thumbs up by Jazzy Fiddle. Everyone else wants to hate on this, so I'm going to go to Jazzy. I want to know why he has positivity around this game. I love the story of Life is Strange 1 and all the DLC. I've played through, I haven't played through all of it, but I'm almost through all of it. And it was just, the storytelling's great. The character you are is super cool. And uh, I feel like the decisions that you make in the game actually impact the way that the story is shaping. Life is Strange was interesting. It was another one of those games I watched my wife play. But what I will say is Life is Strange 2, the trailer that we got to see at E3, was very interesting because you have the brothers, older brother, younger mm-hmm. younger brother, and some some really weird shit going on that I was like, what? What's the twist? I want to know right now. So it might draw me to the game or at least watch my wife play this one as well. So, all right, let's get let's get the hype horns ready. Let's get every button that is positive ready. You're going to want to mash them a lot, Deadite, because Towerfall Ascension for the Nintendo Switch, September 27th, is finally coming out. Thank everyone for finally making this happen. Deadite... Obviously, it's a thumbs up. We discovered this game together. It's not just my thumb that's up, but the camera isn't low enough. It's his wiener. (laughs) We discovered this game together what feels like centuries ago, but I still want to turn to you now that you've played it way more than I have. Why is this a must? Towerfall Ascension. Let me give you a basic rundown. On, this, on the Switch, it's now a six-player game where you can have a competitive mode that's a deathmatch where you are little archers that hop around on a map and shoot at each other. It's set up like a classic arcade style, one screen, that's your board, that's where you're playing. There is also a 
some quest modes where you can co-op it and work through shooting at enemies. It's a cla it's it's got a classic arcade feel with a lot of modern game design. The controls are tight. They are fun. It is probably the most fun I've maybe ever had. Uh, with a competitive experience with an independent game. I absolutely love this game. Go ahead, Google the trailer. You'll look at it and go, this looks chaotic, it looks fun, and it's something that's super accessible for anyone. It doesn't matter what your skill level as a video game player is, you're gonna have a little bit of fun playing this game. I strongly recommend it. You need to go buy it, and the Switch is a great platform to own it on. So I'm excited to rebuy it. We know I'm the cheapest jerk on this show, and I almost never rebuy video games. I, I can think of very few video games I've purchased more than once. This is a rebuy. This is a must-own, and it's going to be a great addition to the Switch library. Yeah, local couch co-op with this game is so much fun, so it, it's a must. I mean, if you're looking for something that's just, it's fun to play with friends, it's actually still fun to play solos uh, th through some of the campaign, through some of the story and, and, and just levels, and overall, it's just, it's a fun game. I mean, yeah. I, I was blown away when we first discovered it, um, but yeah, I, I'm excited for it on the Switch. Both of those ways are the only ways that Dead Eye plays games now. You got it. Not playing it online? Next up, one that I am very excited for. It's a thumbs up. I'm a little concerned at how much it's going to cost, but I have always loved this game, and I'm kind of excited for it to hit the Switch. September 27th, Worms WMD, Weapons of Mass Destruction, coming to the Switch. I uh, Wait a second. Yeah. Wasn't there already a Worms game out on Switch? Yeah, but it was like super expensive. This is like a legit Switch game. I'm just confused. I thought it was WMD. Oh, maybe it's already out in this but list. Like, as I wrong. mean, like a year ago. Oh, wow. I don't know about that then. It must have, maybe it was Worms Armageddon, or maybe it was. I think it was Armageddon, and it was like forty dollars or yeah, something it was, stupid. Because when we bought Switches, we're like, wouldn't it be great if they had Worms? And I then, just think like it's a perfect platform for Worms. Yeah, absolutely. So pass man, a controller. Yeah. If you guys haven't played Worms, you're you're missing out. So worms. worms is so much fun. Worms WMD explodes on Nintendo Switch on November twenty third of two thousand seventeen. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I thought it was That's like a year weird. ago it came For out. For $29.99. Yeah, it was outrageous. Okay, well, I don't know what it's doing over here. It's re-released. Maybe it's a physical edition. Oh, that could be very Maybe it's likely. a physical edition. Yeah. Well, not as exciting, but unless it's cheaper, then I'm excited. Uh, all right. <laughs> Moving on after taking my steam there. Dragon Ball Fighter Z, September 28th for Nintendo Switch. The face of Switch definitely is a pro at this game. What, what are we giving it? What are we giving it? I mean, you're talking top five streamer in the world. In the world, Dragon Ball Fighter Z at sixty dollars, it's not worth it. Ooh, but it's one of those games that have been out long enough on other consoles, and there's been those sales for forty bucks at thirty nine ninety nine. If you have twenty percent off due to some sort of witchcraft, that's where I pick it up. Okay, but not for sixty dollars. I'll never play it. And Smash Brothers comes out in less than three months. But what about FIFA 19? Everybody's picking that up, right? I've already, already pre-bought it. FIFA 19 for Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I've already pre-bought it. Mm -hmm. September 28th, right? Everybody's picking that up. Yep. Okay, good. But Unanimous. Good. Unanimous but are, thumbs yeah. up. If you are a uh, soccer fan and, and you look for that handheld fix, FIFA, coming out. Uh, and then, I don't know, these, I'm just going to say these together to close this out. Um, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild starter pack, Super Mario Odyssey starter pack, and Splatoon 2 starter pack all dropping September 28th. I don't know. Are these like the ones that are bundled with like a like a 
strategy. I think it's a strategy. Yeah, like a miniature guy. strategy guide. I thought maybe it looks like it's the same retail price. Bonus Traveler's Guide yeah. with the uh, with the Odyssey, and then yeah, same thing with Splatoon and Breath of the Wild. You get an Explorer's Guide. Yeah, you're gonna get a Splatter's Guide because trust me, I don't need any help there. Uh, strategy <laughs> Guide with uh, with Splatoon too. So yeah, they're just giving you a little bit extra stuff so they can keep that sixty dollar price point through another holiday season. Yeah, it's a little weird to me. I mean, if you haven't played any of those games, they're all must, but it is kind of weird that they're just releasing like a another version. I don't know if Odyssey's a must. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, no, you got to play Odyssey. 35 hours and I never turned it back on. Yeah, but you put 35 hours into because it. Because I was obligated. I'm the Foss. Yeah, but you also enjoyed the 35 hours. I don't know if I enjoyed all 35 hours. Man, you talked to this game up when when you first were playing I'd like it. to see proof of me talking up Odyssey. I will scroll through and find it. Have fun. And by find it, I mean write it under your name. Good. We have the power. It's really easy to change nicknames in Discord. It is. All right, that's uh, that's muster bus. We have a, a fun week ahead of us uh, for for our next show. But this week, those are our games. If we miss something, then chime in in the Discord, gameslimited.com. Click on that Discord button. Let us know what game you're excited about coming out this week that we didn't talk about. Maybe it's The Escapists. Maybe it's Insomnia. Or maybe it's definitely. I don't even know what this is. I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> Never mind. How about Think of the Children? There you go. We're going to use that one instead. But uh, we're going to move into our next segment. A new permanent segment. Just put you in the spot. Nothing you can do about it now. I'm primed up and committed. Hit it. That's right. It's officially back. Emails has made its permanent return. As long as people keep sending them in, we will keep reading them here on the GameZilla podcast. This is an old favorite of the GameZilla community. Everyone used to love the emails. Well, emails has returned. Now, uh, last week I read every email that came into us, and I, I set the precedent that it, a lot of it's time dependent. And so I can tell you that this week we I will not read every email that's coming to the show. Boo! You're shitty. Boo. Jazzy Your sucks. Shit. Boo, Jazzy Everything sucks. Everything you do shit. Boo. Keep it Jazzy Keep the it worst. Boo, Jazzy Keep sucks. He feeds off of this. Boo. Cut it out. <laughs> You're giving me power. You cannot <laughs> stop me. I read whatever emails I want. <laughs> so. I will say I appreciate everyone that sent in an e- sent in an email this week. We'll keep them archived and uh, maybe we'll read them on a another week where we don't have as much news to cover. So this one uh, we're reading because it, it directly ties into a change we've made here at Gamezilla, and the, the email was sent to Jazzy, and I want to read it, uh, which is going to give him an opportunity to to talk about some changes that we've made here that mm. I think you could probably do the math on and figure out. So this one maybe. is from our boy the Brutish One. What's up, fellas? I know Jazzy usually covers esports. How come he only focuses on the league side of things, though? Esports is starting to have uh, to seriously take off, and it encompasses the whole gaming spectrum, from FPS games to league to fighting games and even sports-themed games. I always wanted to know, why not broaden the horizon? That one was sent to us from the Brutish One. It's directed to Jazzy. Oh, Mr. The Brutish One. A.K.A. Uh, Cable. A.K.A. <laughs> Cable. Uh, if Ooh. you may have noticed, the um, eSports section of this show uh, was not here for that very specific reason that you sent in. Um, it's funny that you sent this question in um, to me this week because... Um, 
I was talking to these guys over the past couple weeks saying that um, esports for me on the Monday show is uh, difficult for me because the stuff that we do on the show is so in the moment and hot hot news. And um, the only thing that I watch on a consistent basis throughout the weekend is League because it's my favorite esport. So in order for me to uh, get some more into esports, be it um, CSGO, the Evo scene, uh, Overwatch and stuff like that. Um, it'll take me a little bit more time to kind of dive in because it's not something that I'm uh, personally watching throughout the weekend. Um, so we've made the decision to kind of pull that esports segment off of the GameZilla podcast. And there will be um, some information coming soon about the future of esports because we are still going to have it within GameZilla Media. Uh, whether it be a, vl- a vlog that I do with Grimlock that will release uh, within a certain period of time or weekly blogs maybe, something like that, uh, where we can uh, get a little bit more detailed information about the esports scene in its entirety and not just League. <laughs> well, thanks for the update, Jazzy. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for the question. Yeah, you can thank the brutish one. I just stumbled through reading it because that's the only way I read. I appreciate that. I read like I'm kind of drunk. All right, so our next question, which will be our final question of of the day. So, again, thank you to uh, the people who sent in emails that I did not read. Uh, We just had to cut it at two this week. It's what we had time for, and I liked this one sent to us by our good friend, The Glitch. We're going to have a little bit of fun with this one to close out the show. If you could go back in time and talk to your younger self and talk them out of playing a game, what game and why? Uh, The glitch said he would talk himself out of playing Resident Evil 5 because he did not enjoy that game one bit. So so if if you could go back and talk to young Griblock, what game would you talk him out of playing? Don't waste your money. Don't put it in your system. And definitely don't let Xander buy you another copy of it. Don't ever play Brink ever again. (laughs) Don't ever play Brink. Yes, Brink. Oh, my God. That game was so bad. Brink. There's plenty of games that I should never play again. I was, like, in my younger years, I didn't understand what a good video game was, okay? I'll, I'll be the first to admit that. I was the person that bought some really bad stuff. But Brink will always have a special place in my heart. That I, I just hate, hate, hate that game. Oh, Brink. It's got to be Brink. That's all I got. Test. Don't ever play Brink. Test. So what I'm, do you got? I'm having a real hard time remembering the name of this game. That's good. That's a good sign. Is it Hyperlight Drifter? It's not. God, you know, <laughs> if I could get those $20, I don't, I don't think I've ever really... Is it like, Oxenfree? Wa- no, that was only a dollar. But I don't think I've ever really wanted to get a refund on a digital purchase, at least not in the 70 games I bought on the Switch, more than Hyperlight Drifter. Like That was a hype machine. That, But either way, I, w- I wish I wouldn't have bought it and not played it. But either way... It was rather GameCube or N64, because believe it or not, as a youth, I was a Nintendo pl- player, Nintendo oh, person. Oh, wow. So, and I remember, like, it was a third-person <laughs> sci-fi kind of up-hearted, uh, light-hearted game, and you were, like, rescuing, like, koalas or some sort of, like, bear-type thing, and you were in space. Is this on Nintendo? It's it's on N64 oh, GameCube. I know what it is. Oh, it's on GameCube? It's I think a- I still know what it is. It is... Oh my god, it's made by Rare. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm going to look up Rare games mm-hmm. on... It's 
uh, made by Rare. The only GameCube game I thought Rare made was Star Fox Adventure. No, think sixty four. Was it N sixty four for sure? Think in Aliens. Six, I'm, I'm think in sixty four. Think of. Uh, I'm oh, with, uh, sorry. Uh, it, it, the blue. There are yes, a lot of it's yes, blue. It's, blue. it's definitely Jet Force blue. Gemini. Jet Force Gemini. Jet Force yes. Gemini. That's it. That's could, it. It was like sitting there. I'm like, I know this game. That game. I remember. <laughs> I remember my buddy. His name was Cardi. He brought it over, and I and I played. You know it. Cardi B. Nah, it's, it's Cardi D. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> close, close, close. Yeah, not bad, And not bad. he brought over the game, and I remember, like, I'm like, this isn't really that fun. But then my mother was at the local video game rental store, and she's like, this is the game you and Cardi were playing, so I bought it for you because I had it, like, when the return time was over and now they were just for sale. And I'm like, I, I can't not play this game yeah. now because my mother bought it. It came out in 99, so, you know, I was probably... 13 when I was playing it and I'm like man this game this game's not fun except for if you were playing two player you could just shoot the bears you could just yeah 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 we we don't care about those koalas they're not real bears so I'll allow it yeah yeah (laughs) I'm not Jimmy John fake yeah I don't don't even get me started on that that's all I got Jeff Force Gemini Jazzy what do you got uh, mine, I would go back a short period of time and uh, talk to my uh, slightly older but still younger than I am now self and uh, stop myself from creating the biggest meme I could ever possibly have created about myself. And I would talk myself out of promising to play the Ocarina of Time. Wise. <laughs> Nothing That's the to do with the game. <laughs> Nothing to do with the game. Everything to do with my lack of follow through with playing the game. Side, side story on this choice is that I found it. I was cleaning up the hard drive on the on one of the computers, and I found the clip. Of the of just cut, you know, we cut it out mm-hmm. of just the 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 box throw where I get mad at I get mad at Jedi, <laughs> so I throw the box at him, and he's like, "Oh God, that hurt!" And then and then you like, and then you're like, "Careful, careful, my game's probably in there." And then I <laughs> opens the box, he's like, "No, no, Jazzy is the worst. You are the worst." We need to make that a drop on the yes. board because oh, I insane. might even follow that up with Jazzy Vittle, you son of a bitch. He did. He did. Yep. <laughs> And it is in there. Mm. That that's a that's a good use. Um, now I think it's it's not quite as good as my use of rewinding my life and talking younger self out. I'd go back one year. Oh God! And oh. I would just <laughs> does it, wait. Does this story involve me saving like twenty bucks? You saving twenty bucks? Me and back saving twenty bucks? Oh no no no! It does not. Oh, okay. oh wow nope. wow! No nope. for sure. Nope. I'd I'd go back and. Just never buy Destiny 2. That's oh! fair. That's fair. That's a much no, better answer. No, I, I th- that was sort of a shot at like I, I actually as, as bad as the the story actually was. I had fun while I played that, so I, that was more or less just a just to take a shot at Destiny Two because yeah. you guys love that game now. Yeah, you guys, are, de- I, you I guys are Destiny I don't boys. Know call it love. Yeah, I wouldn't go too. You far guys love. and your your comfortable with Destiny Two. Right you're now. just slurping of the Destiny Kool Aid. Is it? That's why I don't play it's online games Kool-Aid, anymore. You guys are like, giant bulbous penis. You guys like, are like, ooh, yeah. Destiny. I'm like, you know what, guys? I 
I mean, I don't want to hurt myself again like you guys <laughs> yeah. are doing. Um, no. Anal fissures. You know, and then Tess brought up Maddie. <laughs> She's a giant bulbous penis, so we're just trying to find our nutto. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tess brought up bad eShop purchases, and that made me think do, Super Burger Time, which was a $7 oh. stone for me. But then I thought of one that it's actually the biggest regret that I own this game. And why I don't just melt it, I don't know. I just, I am a hoarder. I really regret buying Backyard Wrestling on the original Xbox because it's the Juggalo Wrestling game. Yeah, it's the best one. And I, I didn't know until I bought it. And I was like, wait a second, this is just a Juggalo game. Do you you also bought him. Jaws Unleashed, too. Jaws Unleashed is great. You I don't also, regret that. You yeah, get that you Juggalo do. game clean you box? You can't beat level yeah. two. You get literally motion sickness playing the game. I like the motion sickness. Fight I like Club. it more than Destiny. Fight mine. How about Fight Club? Mm. <laughs> See, I don't because regret- you like fighting as Fred Durst. That's the only thing you like on that game. I. See, uh, the opposite reason Jazzy wants to forget about uh, Ocarina because of the meme. Uh, the meme of me owning Fight Club is worth uh, the four ninety nine I paid for. It. That's a good no, point. I really, I'm really gonna go with uh, a combination Destiny two because it didn't really pay off here a year later for me and. Uh, Backyard wrestling because I got tricked into owning a Juggalo game. I just okay. I, if you I want a real answer for me, I would have just waited the extra two weeks and not wasted my money on Battleborn. Oh no! And Ouch. bought Overwatch. The Ouch. real, the no. real goat. Let's not forget that Jazzy Fiddle paid full price, full price for Battleborn. For Battleborn. Full price. Full price. <laughs> Let's not forget I could have bought Doom on the PS4 with those tickets from Dave and Buster's and I got Battleborn. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, his copy of Battleborn way more. That's true. Technically, you guys yes. Paid for it. <laughs> Technically, yes, but we paid for it. So, um, yeah, we. I really. We're still paying. For I think it. everyone, everyone watching us live, and 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 all of us in this room, really thought that this was going to be your moment to have a uncensored secondary, third, fourth, fifth, sixth um, rant. On WWE 2K18, you know it's it's interesting because we recently talked about how we're we're throwing the PG rating that we tried to pull on this show for a while, yeah. and a couple weeks ago it stopped me from really just defecating yeah. on 2K. Um, that that hate still burns within me, and yeah. I we don't have enough show left. We, we've already gone yeah. over time. We don't have time for that. Okay. So okay. someone someone right. someone else is gonna send in an email and just be like, "Deadite, pull up your emails from 2K," and I'm be like, "Oh, it's on, it's on," but not today. Jazzy, Jazzy, in the chat they brought up a good point. Yes. Could you, or if you could, would you go back and just get the 200 hours you spent on Minecraft back? Ooh. Ooh. Because I wouldn't a heartbeat. I got such a backlog because I put 135 hours into it in three weeks. I mean, for what it was, I was enjoying Minecraft. I don't think I would, like, looking think about how back. Much, think about how much Destiny 2 you could be playing right there. Yeah, looking back, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I regret that time because I did enjoy it at the time. It, I mean, if, if the fan base wants to know, I would go back and not tell Tess the glitch. Because <laughs> that ruined Minecraft for me. But um, the community was having fun with it. So um, I, don't think, I don't think I'd take it back. I don't regret, I don't regret it. Um, I could definitely not see myself going back and playing it, though, for sure. Good, good question from the glitch. Yeah, so really again, good. thank you to everyone that submitted questions. The couple that we didn't read are backlogged for uh, a future date. And uh, how can they send in questions? You can send them via email. So you need to have a, a real email address, and you need to send it to info at gamezillamedia.com. I don't read Discord comments. I don't read Facebook messages. Send me an email for your chance to read it on the show. 
you if go. you're out there, Dirty Dylan, we're still waiting for you. <laughs> do not, do not bring that upon I us. Summon Dylan. No, don't. <laughs> I think I think it was around episode 100. We agreed we were going to stop reading his emails. Uh, so if you go prior to that, I don't understand that, why. I thought he was so a that's right, scholar that, and a gentleman. That's right. So Dirty Dylan, Josh at GameZillaMedia.com <laughs> to guarantee your email gets read. Grim spam filter out anything that involves the word dirty or doing. I'll just <laughs> send, you hit me in the Discord. I will send you my personal email. All right, uh, I got one last piece of news before we wrap things up. Uh, I wanted to give we we didn't record Alpha last week. We had posted a video uh, explaining that we had put the podcast on pause, and we were talking. We had a, a team meeting over the weekend, um, so everybody, so that everybody's on the same page. GameZilla Alpha is being canceled. So we are going to take GameZilla Alpha. Uh, it, it, we are going to be moving some form of it into our Patreon uh, just to try to uh, create a little bit of extra content. But uh, GameZilla Alpha just wasn't it wasn't ever turning into what we wanted, and it was confusing in the sense that we already had GameZilla Podcast. So there's just a lot of... There wasn't enough pros versus all the cons that we saw for this show. We do apologize for anybody that enjoyed GameZilla Alpha. I will tell you there is already plenty of teammates that are stepping in and starting to um, brainstorm about a new idea, a new concept, a new show to fill that that slot. So um, it shouldn't, you know, just a matter of time before you guys are probably going to find something new to listen to and... You know, um, this is just, again, I think I said in the video, we are trying to reallocate some of our resources to make sure that we're being able to give you the best possible content. Um, and and that, that's basically it. Games Alpha is going to stop. And, uh, you know, we'll see we'll see what comes in the future. So. And the super hot topics you were getting on Alpha, don't worry. So anything that's major that's going on with the news, you will get right here on this podcast with Tess, Deadlight, myself, and Grimlock. And then all of the great like interviews, interviews and, and stuff like that. like that will be put into this show as well. Yeah. Consider Alpha kind of getting merged into Games Little Podcast with that idea where if we go to convention, we get some cool interviews or some cool opportunities, you're going to find them here instead of a separate show. So, All right. Um, besides that, we do have a lot of other shows you can listen to. Besides Games Little Podcast, we have Noobs and Dragons. We have Last Action Podcast, Movie Blast with Bob and Bax. The Legend of Retro. That's it, right? Nothing else. I don't think so. I think I think yeah, you got so, them. Yeah, I it, nailed it. It's weird saying uh, not saying games alone. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like you were missing one. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, the games all podcast. Yeah, that one too. Yeah. Oh yeah, Tales from the Borderlands. Oh yeah. Well, catch right. Uh, so yeah, you can listen to all of our great podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Overcast, Podcast Attic, Podbean, wherever it is you like to listen to podcasts. We are there. If we're not, let us know because we will get there. And uh, please leave a heart, leave a poop emoji, give us five stars, leave a review. Make sure it's positive because we appreciate that. But anything you you can do as far as subscription, uh, subscribing and leaving a review helps us so much on these platforms. So if you haven't done it, please do. Let us know you did. We will uh, we'll go read your uh, review live on the show if you do. Uh, other than that, any, any last words? We want to remind everybody about the event this weekend. This Saturday, Bum, Metro Bum. Detroit. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. The Morelli Video Sunday. Game. Tournament, 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 tournament. 
We've talked about it enough. If you're not interested, eat a dick. If you are interested, check out our social media to get all the information. We'll see you there. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday is the Morelli Video Gaming Tournament in Southeast Michigan. Come out for gaming madness that you'll never experience except for maybe six months from now for the next Morelli Video Gaming Tournament. Be there or be an idiot. Good job. Thank you. Hey, and click that one back on. I want to try one thing real quick. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Um, let me, I feel like this oh, is going to be let me, tune, let me tune the band up here for you. Let me take off my headphones. Wacky, wavy, inflatable, wire, flailing tube man. I just wanted to see what it sounded like. <laughs> not, with that. Not, yeah, not it was, bad. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Did we lose Tess? <laughs> Tess, I know I need you. We need to make. Told tale. But, no, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I turned mine off. Nutto. <laughs> Get your release of the Nutto. And then, uh, of course, for everybody else, uh, GameZillaMedia.com is where you can go to get all the info for our blogs, uh, the stream team that we talked about earlier, and, of course, we have our YouTube channel for Craig WK's Long Play, Pixel Theater, a lot of the highlights of this show, all that type of stuff, video form on YouTube, GameZilla Media. I think that's it. I don't have any uh, anything else. Go around the room one more time. Anything? Patreon.com slash games in the media. It's your opportunity to financially support this podcast and all the other great podcasts available at games in the media.com. Give us your money. We need it. Otherwise, we'll end up like Telltale. Oh, homeless. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you for hanging out on episode 226 of the Games of the Podcast. We'll see you next week. And until then, remember, we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, Nutto. 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 I'm not saying it. I say Nutto for Grimlock. This is Grimlock saying Nutto. 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 <laughs>